This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cold Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. Happy Monday night. This is Cold Eastwood, the XNC Podcast, and I am here with episode 39. If you're listening, you're here live on YouTube on the Cold Eastwood channel. And if you're listening to this later on, on demand, that's because it's on Apple, Google, Pocket Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. So we're bringing that service to you to talk about games, but the real service comes from great guests. And that's what this show is all about, is bringing people on to talk about all of the gaming news for the week, and these people have become good friends. I want to welcome to the show back for the second time, Eric Cuts for the win. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me back. I had an awesome time the first time, so I'm always looking forward to coming back. I was actually supposed to be back sooner, remember? But my yeah, your my computer, computer melted like into like a big pile of silicon and plastic and yeah and, uh, i was going through it. it i was going through it and it, it's alive i'm here you know but um yeah it's always good to talk with you and then of course smooth it's been a minute so it's gonna be good it's gonna be fun yeah because of you i ordered a second computer because i was like hey can you do my show this you know like next next money and you said my computer's like dead and i thought oh man i can't be stuck in that situation so i'm like uh I started going shopping, but did you really? So you I did. Yeah. I actually just showed okay. up today. I'm afraid to plug it in. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be like the a Willy Wonka machine or something, but <laughs> you know, me and PCs, it's always something, but yeah. I'm so glad to have you here. Also super glad to have a good friend of mine, a guy who I talked to on Xbox, like for the past four years or five, what's it been kid smooth. How long has it been, man? Um, very long. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, well, I've known Coat ever since Coat had the the, the classic uh, image of with the face slightly sideways with the mouth open. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the, the yelling logo, one, the yelling logo. Yes, um, man, good to be back. Um, I know people have been lobbying for me to come back on uh, to the show, at least to me privately. Uh, but it was a good time the first time around. Happy to be back with a familiar face, uh, Erica. So we got some long history. So mm-hmm. we do. Um, <laughs> But yeah, man, I'm looking uh, forward to the show for real. And I gotta get me one of those X and C shirts. Yeah, well, I should send you one. 
Uh, I could do that. That'd be awesome. I'll take um, one too. <laughs> all right, let's I'll do it. One. Let's let's send out a couple <laughs> X and C shirts. Hey, producer, let's get that done. All right. <laughs> um, I'm so glad to have you guys on because uh, there's so many people to pick from and having you guys on the last time i had smooth on we had a really good time and there's a couple of people who are like i don't like colton kid smooth you know you get that sort of thing but uh when i had erica on we had a great time so it's good to have you back we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about today we've got a couple surprises and we have a little a little fun surprise toward the uh, beginning or middle of the show we'll get into it but let's start off with erica let the mm-hmm. audience know like what game, if you can, what game have you been playing this past week that's got your attention, keeping you happy? I, li- I like how you said, if you can, because everybody yeah. who knows me knows I'm just waiting for Elden Ring. And like, it's been a struggle to play other games right now. I've been struggling. <laughs> but uh, one came out of nowhere, kind of a sleeper hit, and that's Sifu. I uh, got uh, you know blessed with the code for it to review it, and I started playing it. And I'm like, you know what? This is actually pretty damn good so i've been playing that since sunday and uh, it's challenging everything you're hearing about it mm-hmm. kicking everyone's butt is true you it's didn't finish it two hours and i suppose like <laughs> no. <laughs> no i seen that tweet there's a couple tweets actually complaining about the the had the length of the game that's only two hours but really you're gonna spend far more time on that game because it's gonna take time to mm-hmm. get good but uh, actually we're gonna we will two talk hours. about that early on the show. We're going to tackle yeah. the difficulty thing. I know these two here uh, are perfect for it. Uh, we're going to talk about the difficulty <laughs> co- controversy. Uh, Kids, yes. what have you been playing? Like, what's been on your game list that's had you frustrated or, or happy? Um, I've been kind of even killed. I've been kind of in casual mode, but I've been playing Dying Light 2. Um, and uh, they finally, Compulsion finally added uh, contrast in the game pass. So I jumped oh, yeah. on that. Uh, it's, it's a pretty cool game with a, a a deeper story than I expected from a game like that. So um, I've been playing that. They also added this game called Dreamscaper, which is, believe it or not, it's actually a pretty decent game. It's like a rogue-like game. It's 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 like a kind of a boss rush games um, uh, with that like rogue-like uh, material where if you die, you know, you go you, know, you go back, but you have to like unlock like different save points. Um, you guys but it, love that stuff. It's cool though. It, it's a cool concept. It's, I tried it. I was like, all right, I'll probably you know continue this like after I finish one of the games because I have a horrible habit in starting multiple games and then from there on it's like, okay, which one do I stick with? So right now I'm probably just gonna try to wrap, uh, try to stick with Dying Light Two, but in a couple of days there's another game that I'm actually looking forward to that's coming out that people keep laughing, at, laughing at me for because I'm actually looking forward to it. <laughs> Do you know what that game is called? Which no. one is that? No, I'm trying to think. It's Crossfire X. Oh, I've tried to bring up Crossfire X on the show and it never quite makes it to the surface. There's some, there's some reasons why. Uh, maybe we'll get into that. Um, I know you guys aren't asking, but I've been playing a bunch of Dying Light 2. Dying Light 1 was one of my favorite brand new games of last generation. Uh, next to the Shadow of War uh, games, the Mordor games. So, like, I really, really like that. And I kind of realized I like some campy type of stuff. And we're going to get into the Dying Light thing because there's a little controversy about that as well. 
But before we do, I want to give a shout out to the uh, channel member, veterans of the show. We got Rick Havoc, Rodney Coots, Gaz, Dark CMF, Betamax, Dante Moody, Alex Wilson's North Star Killer, Robert Jackson, Gamer McFly, Assassin Lupa, Nanopolymyth, Suicide King, Udani Kazada, Phil, KY Bob, William Lanza, and Matt Burns. And those are names you guys have probably seen all over the podcast. They're amazing all over the podcast scene. They're all over the chats. They're amazing support. And there's so many more. Um, I also want to give a shout out to over 300 people who are watching the show as we get into talking about what's going on. But um, I guess this takes us right into um, Dying Light because I noticed today, kid, that the Series S was trending with almost 70,000 tweets today about the Series S. And uh, it has to do with Dying Light. Do you know what the expo- what the complaint would be about the Xbox Series S and Dying Light 2? Uh, didn't one of the devs said uh, Series S GPUs too small is holding it back or something like that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to get – this is kind of a – this is a real touchy subject for people um, about the Series S. And I've got a couple quotes uh, from him. This is – Timon Smetkala. Smetkala. Uh, this is these are tough names to say. They're Polish. I'm pretty sure he's from Poland. He works yeah. for Techland. He's a lead lead designer, and he was trying to explain to people on Twitter that they, they still had more to do on the game, and they were glad they could get out in time, but things aren't quite ready. And one of the things he said that Kidsmooth just kind of quoted him on was that the Series S GPU is holding them back to make the game only at 30 frames and not at 60. So one thing I have to, this is like a, this is a big deal, right, Erica? Like we don't want to play at 30 frames, but you've got a game like Far Cry, which is very similar, open world, first person. The engines are very similar in how they play, but mm-hmm. but that game runs at almost 1440p 60 on a Series S. Yeah, so have 14, you been in this yeah. conversation? Interesting. Me? Not really. This is the first I'm hearing of it. Um I have a Series S, and I don't know what's all in it. You know, I'm not I'm not the spec girl. I'm, I really have never you got been. One? I do have an S. Yeah, I have an S because I, I couldn't that. find I couldn't find an X. So I'm like, I'll just get the S. It's cool. I it's the cutest console it's ever so made. It's so cute. It's so tiny and smooth. I don't know if you know. I haven't had like before this console. The last Xbox I had was the OG VCR Xbox One. Oh. Okay. So, so it, to if, me, it was like a little bit of a jump, right? No, all right. So I want to say to you, that should be actually like an upgrade then. Yeah. So I was cool with that. I'm like, I'll get the S, no biggie. And I've played, um, you know, Halo on it and different games. And I do know compared to like PC, obviously, it's not going to be the same. It's it's going to not look as good and stuff like that. So I'm assuming, yes, of course, the X is going to be more powerful and maybe it's going to look better. But to have that drastic of like a drop, because is it 60 frames on the X, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know. That is a big deal, especially since you're saying Colt Far Cry can do it easily. Yeah. It's kind of similar as far as like how big the games are and stuff. That is an issue. I think they should have made it work. <laughs> they yeah. should have made it happen. Like yeah. I was, because I was, I was a little frustrated, but I tried not to, you know, say anything because, you know, I never know which dev is actually going to respond. So that's why I did <laughs> So the thing was is that because my I was a, a big a cult, you know, avid Far Cry 6 fan. I enjoyed that game. I played on both the Series S and X, and I was very impressed because we got Far Cry is completely open world, a lot of gunplay, um, uh, traverse. It has a, uh, a decent traverse system, but the world is much bigger. 
than uh, Dying Light is. And um, that game mm-hmm. literally is running at 1440p, 60 FPS, uh, a clean lock 60 FPS on the Series S, with the image quality still actually comparable to the PS5 in the Series X. Wow. On a $300 box, wow. too, right? In the PS5 and Series X, obviously, they, they're able to you know push up you know, high resolutions uh, through uh, Dynamic 4K, but the fact that the Series S was able to hold a resolution above 1080p at 60 FPS on a game like Far Cry, and then you turn around and get like Dying Light 2, which visual-wise, it's it, it's not, I'm not going to say it's a bad-looking game, but it's <laughs> it's not like it's not like we're looking at like Hellblade 2 and like oh I understand why it's 30 FPS or something like yeah. that. It's literally like ah, okay. Um, and, it, and it's 1080p 30 and like nothing else. And then begs it. What does it run on the Xbox One S or the One X? I haven't bothered oh to look because I don't know. Um, I'm really cloudy on that because somebody told me that the last gen version wasn't even available at launch or something. I don't really? know what was going on. Uh, the other thing you reminded me, kid, was that we're looking at the, the Xbox Series S running at 1080p 30. And the PS5 in performance mode is running at 1080p 60. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the same CPU. So obviously mm-hmm. when he says the GPU is holding them back, he later has... Uh, did I write down the quote? He later says... Uh, he fully agreed with someone who said... Uh, somebody kind of called out... What's his name? I don't remember it, but Timon. Somebody kind of called him out nicely and said, you should be humble about these things. Like, they're, you know, you got to take take blame for where blame is due. And he says, I fully agree. And he said, it's down to optimization issues. He basically said that they were lucky to get the game out when they did because they optimized for PC first mm-hmm. and then they get the consoles up and running. That's why uh, not a lot of console codes for review went out, mostly PC. And then uh, oh, this is a thing we've seen going over and over. Uh, the PS5 is running at 1080p 60, same CPU. And uh, he did agree that it was optimization issues on them. It's kind of hard to say on Twitter, this is like the problem where you can't have a in-depth technical discussion, right? And get the PR just right when you're sending a response. But what he was kind of getting at was that they have optimization issues and they couldn't get that GPU in the Series S to do 60 with their time and optimization constraints. So he said at this time in his tweet, which means there's They're a patch coming. It. They're probably going to yeah. do what they did with Guardians of the Galaxy and get it that uh, unlock frame rate. But then again, it's just weird because even with the, the PS5 and the Series X versions, their graphical modes are like, for example, ray tracing is 1080p 30. It's not even worth turning on. Yeah. And the, the resolution mode is, well, Xbox Series X, they're... D- no, they're fixed resolutions. I don't even know if they're no, they're fixed resolutions. They're under 4K. It's like 1940, 40, 1944 yeah, it was, it was on a like Series X, 16% higher or something. Yeah, 1800p on a PS5, 30 frames per second. But it's like we've seen more than enough games hit 4K 60 on a Series X and PS5 um, in their like regular modes. And um, and we've mm-hmm. seen enough games run like a dynamic resolution that in that have visual look at Resident Evil freaking village. I mean, visually, I, I know it's not comparable in terms of scope but then again we have games like valhalla and and uh far cry 6 yep. and that has done the open world uh you know at 60 fps at higher resolution so it's just 
it's just weird. And then the thing is, I don't think the game looks bad. I've been playing a game in performance mode, and I feel like they do a, whatever they're using to help clean up the image. It doesn't look like it doesn't look 1080p to me when I'm I'm playing it. Um, so they, mm-hmm. they, they there is some optimizations that are there that are good, but it's just not good enough when you're looking at the new CPUs they have, the the GPUs they have, RDNA two, whatever. Um, and they have access to all this, and this is what we're getting in return. Um, it's just not good enough. I know they posted an update. Uh, I know the Xbox is supposed to be getting an update to allow for higher frame rates. I don't know if they're going to up the resolution in the performance mode, but the frame rate mode is getting boosted to the point where Xbox users will be able to go above 60 FPS. Um, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, that it doesn't make sense because um, they're – there's no HDR, as far as I know. There's no VRR yet, like kids just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I wrote down a couple things that were missing. Uh, there's no dynamic resolution scaling or checkerboarding. Like, Erica, you've played a bunch of games. <laughs> checkerboarding. I haven't heard that in Pro a minute. And, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. uh, there's no dynamic resolution scaling. They just set the target. They set it, and they forget it. So right. you've played games with checkerboarding, and how do they look in performance mode? Look fine to me. I mean, like I said, I'm not really the the spec girl. I mean, if a game looks good, it looks good. Um, my question though, because I could have sworn you just you brought up performance mode. Does it not have that on the S? Like, is there no performance? Basically, mode? yes. Right now, there's no performance no mode. Option. There's only uh, the best you're getting is 30 frames, and which just really stumped. <sighs> Somebody in the chat said that even Digital Foundry was stumped that they weren't doing 1080p 60 on the specs that are in the Series S. And I and I know that mm-hmm. for the people that aren't real tech savvy in here like erica does she's not going to tell you what the gigahertz is on the <laughs> no CPU, idea but for comparison yeah. for you guys the series s x and ps5 have basically the same cpu the processor and as long as the as the graphics card can keep up and draw frames you can get 60 frames that's why the series s right now almost every game runs at 60 right kid if you remember yeah there's like there's like two two um uh, there's two exceptions, right? Yeah, the, the couple of these exceptions come from like those like cross-gen games where they're not like tech really, really not even really taking advantage of the modes, and they're just kind of running in their boosted back compat modes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but as far as like the games that actually that's been supporting every game that has been, has been to this point has been sixty, even Vo- <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's running at 60 wow. FPS. Yeah, massive open world game. That's a big crazy. game. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. Did Cyberpunk run at 60 on the no, Series no, no. S? So a game like that, no, it didn't. Because this is that's only it's a Gen that's 9 cross, game. That's a that's an yeah. Xbox One era game. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's it was able it was just doing, I think, 1080p 30 or whatever. Or 14, that was, that was the least of their problems, yeah. probably. Yeah. When that came so out. <laughs> I'll have to warn you guys in the chat. A big warning out there is it's going to be a minefield for the the fans that said that the Series S would hold back this generation, and they're worried that it's already holding it back. But the tech experts like Digital Foundry are like, this should be running at 60. And then we get the lead designer for Techland today admitting that they need more mm-hmm. time to optimize, and they're looking into it, which means they probably knew they could hit 60, and they're just not doing anything uh, like dynamic resolution scaling or something to get mm-hmm. more performance. But... um I'm enjoying the game, and I think it does kind of look nice. It looks a little chunky, and uh, some stuff doesn't look super nice, but yeah. sometimes like you got to push past 
a little bit of the rough edges on how games look. But the performance, the performance is important. It's more have you important. played this thing yet, Erica? Have you played Dying Light? No, I have not. It's a first person campaign. And oh, I yeah, I forgot. Do what it. You said about <laughs> but you made it through Halo Infinite. So. Though, right? I did. And that's the thing. I mean, that was, you know, nice performance. And I, and I think that's just so important. I was going to say, like, she's talking about motion sickness. Game, yeah. Motion yeah, sickness. Audience. Oh, it, that's going to yeah. get motion sickness. All that traversing. Yeah. Dying light. I have yeah. no chance. And I've yeah. seen gameplay, you know, I've seen it here and there. Um, but knowing that it's only 30 on the S just makes it worse. It's like, there's no way I could play it on there. <laughs> yeah. No that way. would, um, they said they're fixing the motion sickness thing i don't know what how do you fix how? that well because basically it is exactly like somebody strapped a gopro to yep. the can you know to the character like and you climb and you jump and right? you, yeah, yeah and <laughs> i remember I acg said that he called it the barfing simulator so when he, <laughs> when he reviewed it several it. years ago but <laughs> thankfully i don't have the problem chat let me know there if uh if you can't hold your lunch while you're playing Dying Light, you have no chance to put on a VR headset if you can't play Dying Light. But there's a lot of screen no bobbing. Uh, performance is pretty solid. Uh, we'll, we'll jump off this topic in a second, but there's some audio bugs. There's some weird glitches that they need to fix. Yeah, This is just a state of how games are coming out right now. It's crazy. It's so People common are, now. Uh, I'll tell you about Barely getting right them. I had two bugs in this game uh, that tripped me out. One where I thought my Xbox was going to shut off because it made that. You remember the first time Burr, you got like you the, the red ring? Now it was like, eh, right? Uh-uh. So and, and I was like, okay. So my I, I expect the game to stop and my Xbox to shut off. And that didn't happen. I'm still able to play. And I'm like, but this sound right. is so annoying. So I, I closed out the game. The other app, I decided to test ray tracing mode. And I took a turn and everything turned into polygons and triangles. Everything. Like, <laughs> I, I, I captured the gameplay, so I, like, I, but I didn't put it out. But I was like, "Yo, this is not real." Like I thought it was a VR. Uh, you know, I thought it was a VRS demo. You know how they show how uh, var- variable rate shading works? Yeah, um, var- yeah, variable rate shading. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I'm like, what the? And I'm like, yeah. So I was like, I'm not using this mode again. So I went back to performance mode. But yeah, those are the two bugs that I experienced. Mm. One thing I don't like about the game, though. Um, while you're doing missions, you lose a sense of freedom. Um, whereas if you veer off the yes. path, you got a countdown like you're in a racing game to get back <laughs> before it's game over. It's- um. Yep. It's it's the same problem I have. I love Fallout to death. But when you get into the main missions, they take all of that freedom that makes Fallout so amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. And then they're like, you're stuck here. You can't go out. It's like, I want to go over and just look in lockers. I want to go do this but um yeah you're kind of stuck i'm enjoying it yeah that kind of reminds me of uh red dead red dead did that too you're kind of like stuck in the you know you die if you get off track (laughs) (laughs) kind of thing yeah and it's such a compliment to an open world when you don't want to leave that freedom that free form um Mm -hmm. so hats off to Techland. i know they'll get it right uh, they're really an amazing studio. They just everybody's crunched for time. Let me. I got a couple of supers here. Thanks so much to Mo B with the five dollars super. Says Colt with the fire guest today. Everybody show some love and hit that like button. I haven't said that yet, but uh, yeah, let's hit the like button if you're hit having a good like time. Button. Yeah. Uh, YouTube on mobile uh, got an update where it's like 
uh, hovering over in transparent mode so you can hit the like button while you're watching, which is pretty cool. But thank you so much for your support. I've also got Hargit Chani, good friend of mine, says $2 super chat. He says, hashtag Sony is a monopoly with a winky face. And he says, hashtag, this one's for Erica, put Elden Ring in Game Pass. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that would be insane. I know that was like a rumor for a while. Like, oh, what if it was went to Game Pass? I was like, there's no way. I would be shocked. Yeah, but that'd be awesome. Much, they've be squashed awesome. that one, haven't they? Haven't they said uh, something? No, Dying Light was the one that squashed that rumor. Remember the Dying Light rumor? Mm-hmm. And they came out and squashed that. Uh, oh, okay. Ring, I, I don't know. Like from from soft, I think they're kind of quiet sometimes yeah. with stuff like that. But uh, maybe in the future, you never. Yeah, know. The, the near future, right? So the thing is that I've been watching the trend. Xbox has a good relationship with Bandai Namco, and they're the ones publishing mm-hmm. this one, right? Yes. All right. So the last every game that Bandai have came out that's also been able to release on Xbox, like the Code Veins, the mm-hmm. Scarlet Nexus, and oh yeah, um, um, they the games coming to Game Pass literally within three months after if they don't get it day one, they've gotten it within three months of its release. Um, and but the last From Software game that they got was a Sekiro, and that was probably I don't know how long ago after release, but it was a. Game of the Year edition. So a year later, I think. A year later. Yeah. It went Something to Game like Pass? Yeah. Did I not know this? I guess I never knew this. Yeah, it was in Game Pass. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wow. Okay. So that's a good, yeah. It might. It's looking good. I always end up buying those. I bought Sekiro because I couldn't. Everyone was talking about it so much. I'm like, I have to dive in to this Souls thing. And I got <laughs> murdered. But uh, Sekiro yeah, it, that was it's wow. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. You saw a lot of this, right? The death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made it like uh, 20 or 30 minutes in the game. I'm like, uh, okay. I like the grapple hook, but uh, we'll move on. <laughs> uh, Doovy with the $2 super chat says, two awesome guests. Can't wait to hear from you all. We will. You will hear us, I suppose. Uh, and Jordy from Xbox Era. A member for three months says, just want to jump in and say, hey, Colt and tonight's brilliant guests and all this amazing xbox community go and smash that like button people doing my work for me you're amazing uh they're saying Sekiro was in game pass uh, i can't remember i don't think i remember no, that at all you, you sure i'm absolutely sure it was in I, mean, game. I, feel like, I feel like i would know that it though. didn't go day one but it went short it went shortly after like and the thing is only remember yeah. only reason why i had got to get had to get Sekiro was because of the challenge i had to do that's the only reason why i got the game uh, is mm. it like but it went into we, game we, pass. we need a confirmation I, on I'm, this I'm, I'm not sure when it went in and when it came out but it, it was in game pass <laughs> <laughs> i think <laughs> that would have been huge news move i feel like i would know i would, I would have well, while kid smooth is, do, is diving into <laughs> his know. uh into his extra, extreme they're saying research he's wrong on the in internet the chat. I don't well, he's hitting know. google i don't know a lot of people are saying uh it, it didn't and you know what maybe it, it did but it went in 2021 in March. It did. Yes. Really. Okay. Yeah, well, it, shoot. It, it was. It was spring 2021 that it went out. It wasn't like it was there for like a year because it was in there at the time of the Series X and Series S launch. Huh. It was. It, it remained. It was Look at me stopping now, the show but... to see if he's right. Um. I'm seeing yes from a few people and then no from a lot of people. So I who forgot knows? what the Sekiro, what color? Isn't it dark brown with the character? I own the game. I don't have it. Dark brown? Anymore. You mean his the character? No, no the uh, the 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 background on the on the oh, cover. it's got like a yeah, it's got like a brownish reddish tint. The the fonts in like a tannish brown. 
I can't find it, but <laughs> it is actually it is it goes right in line with our next topic. There was a controversy today about about um game difficulty. People saying if you're not playing the hardest games, you're a casual gamer. Erica, this is like your wheelhouse. You are a a you love the torturous difficult games. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from the elite what you think no, about No, don't call me that. <laughs> don't call me that. I'm not that good. <laughs> Uh, as far as what, like difficult games? And remember, games? Erica, and remember, oh. there are people who won't even get near those games because they're too afraid, like me. But yeah. what 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 is your take on this? Because we hear this every couple months. You know, oh, every time there's casual. a challenging game, every time there's a new From Software game, challenging game like Sifu, now we're hearing it again. Uh, it's that conversation of like, should there be difficulty options? Should there not? Is it if that's what they intended the art to be to be a challenging game, leave it alone? And it's like this back and forth thing. Um, I'm of the the opinion that it should it should be what the developers want. If it's one difficulty, that's the game. And if it's too hard, you don't have to play it. There's plenty of other games, you know. I know some like when it comes to from software games specifically. Some people, when they have this complaint and they want an easy mode, it's because they Mm want to see the story and they want to like go through the game and see the atmosphere, which I I don't blame them. They're great games to look at and kind of go through. Mm -hmm. But from software games don't really have like an in-your-face story. It's all about that overcoming the challenge and, and fighting those bosses and getting through. And even Miyazaki himself, who creates these games, has said that. Where it's like, that's the point of these games is to challenge you, not to be unfair, but to challenge you so you overcome. And that's his whole motto. And that's the whole like lifeblood of these games. So if you're not down with that, then that's okay. You don't have to play it. <laughs> it's just, it's not for everyone. You know, it's not going to, not every game is going to be for everyone. There's genres and games that are not for me. Like I don't feel them. I'm not. I'm not into them. And it's. I'm not going to go into those genres. Like first say, person parkour games. <laughs> right. I'm not going to go into those games. Like, hey, this should be third person. This should not make me sick. Which I, I should be able to say that. But you know what I'm saying. Like I shouldn't right. be able to go in there and be like, I don't like those guns and weapons. I want it to be like this. That's what they're kind of doing with these challenging games. It's like they're trying to change it from what it what it is and what the core is. So I am all about, you know, the developers doing what they want to do. And if that's their vision, it's up to me to like it or not. And I happen to like challenging games and from software games and getting my butt kicked. And I like overcoming. And it's kind of what draws me in to even games like Sifu. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't even on my radar. And then I was hearing all the all the noise about the challenge. And I'm like, ooh, I got to try see? this. I got to see, see it for myself. You want to be you know? tortured. <laughs> I'm a masochist, right? That's the word. Um, There is something to it. Yeah, I do. I think it's just that, that feeling of like, man, I was struggling with this and I got it. I got it done. And it's just, it's a good feeling. You know, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling. (laughs) I think I I see where you're going with this. I got to ask kid um, because he, he's at a different part of that situation where he gets he finds himself in these situations where he has to play these brutally difficult games and he's under the gun people are like hounding over him watching him on the stream saying you can't do it you suck (laughs) and uh, he's been able to pull through victorious uh many times and grab a little bit of cash on the way i don't know if you know that chat like when i found this out i was like what that's amazing 
Kitsmooth, I got to ask you, when you play a game like a Souls or a Bloodborne game, mm-hmm. um, if it's not just hack and slash, like is part of the satisfaction is that you hack and slashed in a difficult situation and overcame it? Is that what the allure is? Um, Honestly, it's... I can't... Because the problem is I try to play these games like a hack and slash and it just doesn't work. You know, right. when, I, when I think of hack and slash, I'm just hacking and slashing my way all the way to the end of the game, right? Where uh, these Souls games like Sekiro and Bloodborne and whatever, they, they force you to in these situations where... You, it's all about like I don't know if it's skill or luck, uh, muscle memory in terms of like dodging and, and playing defense a lot. Uh, a lot of these games that force you to play slow and method, uh, methodical. Methodical. Mm-hmm. Right? Methodical. Yeah. Methodical, right? And I and I, and I have I have no patience, right? I, I can't, yeah. and that's where my mm-hmm. struggles come from. So it's like. I personally, I didn't grow up playing those type of games. I didn't like those. But those are the games I've like avoided. Like back when Tenchu was a thing. Like those things I ninja gated. I didn't like look forward to. I didn't bother those games because I knew it, those just weren't for me. So it wasn't until recently, with till this generation or so, well, last generation, is when I like tried to play them or attempt them serious. And my first Souls experience um, was at, was Bloodborne. Um, mm-hmm. and it, it happened to be my, uh, first and what feels like my only successful one, but despite all the, the <laughs> hype around Sekiro, I actually lost that, <laughs> that challenge. Oh but, yeah. Uh, you were so close, right? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> How much did you lose your, uh, your deadline time to beat the game by? Uh, I think the, the time cap was 40 hours. I think it was 40. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I got to, within the last three like bosses um and that kind of like but i forgot what really who did me in it was um i don't remember was it that really like kind of screwed me up to the point that like i don't know if it was the boss at the at the top of the um dojo um genichiro yes like i know i i i i think i've Two streams dedicated, two three streams dedicated to that fight alone. Um, yeah, there was a couple fights. I remember early parts of the game where I would just run into that that freaking ape that body slams you all the time. Um, <laughs> I know he wasn't an ape, but he was like a giant. That was um, the ogre. You're talking the about ogre. the ogre. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and, I, and I learned later he wasn't even like a primary boss. Mm-mm. Like in, <laughs> uh, the ape with the, the headless ape. That oh my god! I'm just <laughs> what kind of game am I missing out on right oh, now? The you're missing out, Cole. You're missing out. You could have there all these the, stories. <laughs> I gotta ask you guys. Um, I know that like the people who want to have that sense of accomplishment that they've beaten a game like that, they get that, and they're the elite, and they're not a casual, right? That's the whole argument. Mm-hmm. What if um, uh, what if Elden Ring had a an easy mode where? I know people just say easy mode. Everybody said that. But what if I had an easy mode where instead of, like, in these games, you can die in two hits, right? Sometimes? Uh, if you're under-leveled and you yeah. go somewhere you shouldn't uh, be kind of thing, maybe. So you yeah. can take more hits. I don't know. I just thought, like, in the back-end program, can they just change it? Like, if you're on an easy mode or regular mode, that you can take two times more hits and you can make two times more mistakes and get through the game and say, oh, I played it on easy mode. But it sounds like the people who make these games are not interested in changing the difficulty. 
well, from what I'm learning, because I do a lot of Elden Ring content and I've been, you know, following from software for a long time. And their thing is, you know, we're not going to change the enemies. We're not going to change the difficulty of the bosses, but we're going to give you this stuff to help you. So Elden Ring, with it being open world, they're giving you more tools like the horse, for example, you could ride the horse. You can take out enemies riding the horse the entire time. Like you can mm. circle around and you know what I mean? And escape if you need to. And, and then there's also co-op. You can, that to me, co-op is easy mode because you can oh, literally okay. have somebody carry you. Like, let's say you're not that good and you're just kind of like, oh, I just want to beat this boss. Can I get, can I just beat it? You can get somebody to come with you who's good and they could help you beat that boss. So there's yeah, like Ashen, tools, uh, you know. Ashton Luca did that. She was carrying people and bringing them into the games that <laughs> yeah. she loved. And I, I remember hearing about that. I have I a story know. with Luca real quick. Because Luca, I had her come in for uh, Demon Souls. I was like, yeah, let's just play together. Like, have fun, you know. And uh, we went up against the boss. It was my first time fighting the boss. Next thing I knew, I see the boss's health meter. It's almost done. I'm like, Luca. You took all this away from me. Like she just killed the boss for me. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but she, she was she already leveled up, you know, and like compared to me, I guess. And um, so so it, that just goes to show you, like, let's say I needed that. Right. She yeah, went in there yeah. and did it so easily for me and, and just did it, even though I didn't want that. Luca, <laughs> we, <laughs> we laughed about it, you know, but um, it's, it just goes to show you that's what you could do if you had to. And, and in the end, you still get the trophy or achievement. So yeah. you're like, oh, it's, that's all right. Hey, I did it. Yeah. Um, Brisket <laughs> for the Biscuit, a member, channel member for six months. He says, such a great show to arrive home for. Cannot wait for Elden Ring. The co-op is a little annoying, but I'll be dying all the way to the end. Awesome. Uh, everybody's excited about that. Danny <laughs> Passion Official with the $2. Thank you, buddy. He goes, yes, Sekiro is on Game Pass. Game is amazing. The chat, some, some people in the chat are still saying it's not. Um, it was this shit. I don't think it's still there, but it was there. Went it went there. I would. I feel like it was last year, or uh, or the year before. I'm gonna that. check. <laughs> I'm gonna check like everybody's checking. Sid Vendetta, thank you so much for the five dollars super chat. It says to this day, Game Pass has never received a From Software game. If Elden Ring went to Game Pass, it would be the first From Software game to enter Game Pass, according to Sid Vendetta, who. Um, is an expert on this. He um, would know. If I don't know, he would know. So yeah, yeah I trust him. I'm not even going to look. I trust you, Sin. <laughs> KY Bob, uh, a channel member here for 28 months. I was just talking to him before the show. We were talking uh, all about stuff and, and games. And I was talking about Dying Light with him. But he says, oh, this is his little joke to me. He's, he goes, the famous Cold Eastwood folks. He was, he, we were making fun of that before the show. He goes, here for your viewing pleasure. KY Bob's amazing. And Fire Shadow with an Australian $5. Thank you, Fire. Says, I love a challenge, but Sekiro is the only game that made me want to go outside and suplex a kangaroo. <laughs> a kangaroo. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. So uh, let's shift off to something a little more um, broad stroked for everybody. But this will just take a minute. But Rockstar finally said they're working on GTA 6. Erica, where is it taking place? When's it coming out? uh you got to tell me <laughs> i've been so out the loop like i seen it i was like oh, okay gta yeah, we don't know we don't know i was just gonna have you oh, make okay where, i'm like thinking do we know take place? um shoot i mean it's a big deal i mean i know we knew it's coming but man they're making so much money off gta 5 i i just really thought they're gonna take their time and they still are who knows when yeah. this is coming <laughs> this i, could, want, be, I could be 50 wonder. by then who knows 
uh, <laughs> it makes people wonder how long they've been working on it. Kid Smooth, you're um, no. you played all these GTAs. What's going on with six? Where is it taking place? How far out do you think they are? And will you get to play as a kangaroo in GTA Six? <laughs> yeah, um, no, I think they, I think they, they've been to a couple places twice. They've been to Liberty City twice. They've been to San Andreas, like or at least that area twice. I think they go back to Vice City. Um, I, I don't know what they call. I, I think they go back to Vice City, and if, if if it's not a previous place they've been to, then maybe they go to Chicago or Vegas. I don't know, <laughs> but I think I think Vice City. They've already been to Vegas too, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I say, um, I think, yeah, Vice City, I think they're about, I think they're probably about three or four years out. Until the game comes out, three or four yeah. years? Mm-hmm. Um, chat, let me know what you think about GTA 6. I know there was like a rumor or someone like made up something and shot it out into the internet that it was going to take place in London, but I think one of the fortes of Rockstar is grabbing the essence of American culture and making fun of it in the game. And they do it so well. Right. Um, I have a long history with the Grand Theft Auto games. You've played them a, a few times, Erica? Yeah, yeah, I've played them. It's funny. I remember I was going through footage of like, because I used to record onto a VCR when I was gaming as a teenager. And oh I my was, gosh, really? I did, yeah. It was like YouTube before YouTube, I guess. Um, like RCA jacks into the, into the yeah, back of the Yeah, the whole thing, the whole the thing. VCR. And I recently, my dad's like, hey, I found your videos. So I went through them and GTA was on there. I was like, oh my gosh, I was playing GTA way back then. It was so funny. Um, but yeah, I played it like casually. I'm not like a diehard fan of them. I like Red Dead better. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'll definitely check it out. But I think I'm with Smooth. This could be like four years out. And like right now, they're on one game a generation. So yeah, and technically they skipped last generation, believe it or not. Because GTA 5 is technically 360 PS3. And it's been ported to Xbox Uh, One and PS4. And it's going to be ported again to Series X and PS5. So one could ask, could this ship this game be crossing? Oh my gosh. Yeah. They didn't have a native uh, Gen 9 game. Well, well, yeah. I mean, we saw what freaking Red Dead Redemption 2 looks like. Yeah, they had Red Dead. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter when their game comes out, though, kid. Like, their game always looks (laughs) next level. I remember how amazing Red Dead looked in 2010 on a 360. And uh, it still looks pretty nice in back of Pat, but Red Dead 2 looks incredible. Uh, I got to ask you, chat, uh, in the chat, type how many times you bought GTA 5. I will put mine in and hit enter. I'm such a sucker. I bought it on 360, and then I went and bought it on uh, the Three Xbox times. One version. And then I turned around and bought it on PC so I could pay it, play it at 60 frames. And uh, so I beat it like two and a half times. But I bought, it, I bought it once, and I still haven't beaten it. What? Yeah, I still haven't beaten GTA 5. I mean, GTA Five is great. I know we make fun of it because of the online <laughs> thing and online's massive, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Rockstar is incredible. They need to do something with Max Payne. They need to just crank out That'd more games, cool. but what they yeah, do works. It, it's, I mean, you see it in the attention to detail that they have. Yeah, it takes forever, but I mean, the smallest things you see in those games, you're just like, wow. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just this whole remaster that's coming out next year or at the end of the year, I think. Uh, what uh, for, <laughs> for GTA, GTA 5? Five? That's yeah. next month. Oh, next month. 
It's like oh, the it's new next Skyrim. Month? Yeah. It's like Skyrim all over, but you know, sells way more. Oh, <laughs> I can guarantee. I'm going to guarantee that that game looks like my PC version that I bought like three years ago. Uh, yeah, and that's probably. not even like, that's not a bragging whatsoever. Um, but <laughs> don't let me buy it, guys. Do not let me. Uh, I mean, it's going to be 60 FPS. I've worked, but I could load it up on my PC with an Xbox controller. You're good, wireless. Yeah, but, just, it's, just, it's, it, but it's different. It's different. Stop. That's not different, so no, don't it, do that. It, it, <laughs> the angel and the devil on my shoulder. <laughs> you got your PC cult. You're good. Don't don't even. Yeah, I'll leave it alone. It. I'll leave, leave it alone. It would be the yeah. novelty of it. Uh, I, I will not. <laughs> uh, for Havoc with the two dollar, thank you so much. Says go back to London for GTA Six. It could be good, but I just did that with Watch Dogs Legions and. Couldn't I kind of like that game? Yeah, yeah, I, but I don't know. I just don't like. I thought I would like the fact that they bought Aiden in the Bloodlines DLC, uh, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't fit in London like that. I was like, I, I'd rather, I'd rather, rather another trip back. He got to a Chicago. little, he got a little chubby too. Yeah. Did you notice? He looked yeah. like he put on some COVID pounds, mm-hmm. like me. But uh, <laughs> I think did you we play Watch Dogs Legion? <laughs> Not Legion. I played uh, the the first one. Yeah, Which was a they're... dope game. I'd learned to appreciate that game much, much later. Yeah. The first one? Dope game. Yes. Very dope. Yeah. I had, some, I had some fun here there with uh, two, but the characters drove me crazy. I liked Marcus. Two was so quirky, man. I, I, didn't like, I don't like San Francisco. Oh, you're no, not from what, San Francisco, what was right? the main guy's name? <laughs> I'm not Marcus from there, but that is my state. <laughs> but I, I could see why you wouldn't like it or it'd be annoying. Yeah, I could yeah see there that. were there's just too many weird uh, hip people in that game. I was like, nobody acts like this. Nobody yeah. acts like this. <laughs> um, let's see. We got Lord Starkiller X says with a $10. Thank you so much, Lord Starkiller. He's amazing. I just sent him an X and C sweatshirt. I think it was. Um, he's amazing. He says, my estimate is that GTA 6 will come out in 2026. What's that do for the math for kids with three to four years? So he's with you. Hopefully, he <laughs> says it will take full advantage of the RDNA 2 architecture. At that point, it, it dang well. <laughs> gonna look crazy. <laughs> uh, risky for the biscuit with Australian three dollars says they monetize the bejesus out of GTA Five. I'm worried. Uh, well, I mean they're gonna have an online. Here's what. Here's my prediction, guys. My prediction is that GTA Six Online will not do as well because they've had an off and on. Um, with their online, like they put out online here, like GTA fours was pretty cool, but GTA five is really good. They, they could maybe they miss something on this one, but I hope it goes well. Maybe we'll maybe. see. Uh, Unless- four was actually had, did some really cool stuff. I wish was carried over to five, but KY say- Bob. What's oh, sorry, that? Go no, no, no. I was just going to say, unless you throw Red Dead in there, it's kind of like like the in-between. Oh, yeah. The that wasn't that great. Right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> did you guys play Red good. Dead online? I, I did. Not. The first did. one? Yeah, Both. it did some... It had like the... Uh, like you, you had a character that you kind of like would... I had like the ascot and <laughs> I looked really yeah. fancy. Yeah, uh, the first great. one was fun. The second one, I didn't like too much. I didn't like the second yeah. one. So that's kind of where I'm getting at with the off and on. I liked the first yeah. one. Red Dead 2's online wasn't good. GTA 5's online was really good, uh, even though we make fun of it, right? But I've never laughed so hard playing GTA online online with friends. Back in the day, I was driving in line in like a little white Acura-style car, and it got so beat up. If you were online, I don't know if you guys remember this, 
your car could only take so much damage in the campaign. It was smoking and stopped running. But for some reason, when you were online, it would go until it looked like a soda can. It was like <laughs> hardly had any wheels. We were still driving. We were laughing our heads off. And that's funny. Can't get those days back. But KY mm-hmm. Bob at the $5 says, don't forget about the complete remake of Saints Row, the reboot. Uh, that's coming. That's going to be fire. I think Saints Row looks pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Erica, um, have you seen this? Saints Row Saints trailer. Row? Oh yeah, there was a girl. They took my likeness. There's a girl in there that looks like me. I'm like, that's I'm gonna go me. Look that up. <laughs> no, I mean she kind of does. But yeah, it um, it looks interesting. I, I've played Saints Row before. It's kind of quirky and kind of you know goofy and stuff. And I, I could go for that. It might be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As long what about as you, kid? Are you on the? Are you are on the? I have to make fun of it. Train. Mm-hmm. Um. My thing was Saints Row. Um, see, here I am looking for Erica in the game. So, <laughs> um, are you trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. I see it. It's right in the first screenshot in the store. Um, yeah. Yep. Now, I, I now I'm gonna look it up. It looks interesting. I I, 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 I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed the Saints Row games. It's just that I'm more of a fan of when they used to like clone GTA, and I felt like that was like the best version because I I found myself liking it more than GTA back then when it was like a whole gangster thing like these ones it's just like uh it just seems like a like an arcade sandbox game now is what i get the vibes from because i did not like saints row four or five um oh i did oh. not like those games uh, three, and four, like the, three and four three and four yeah three, like three and aliens. four I yeah i like the those. aliens i didn't like yeah it just kind of got really whack i didn't like yeah walking around as a dildo or anything like that it's just <laughs> You don't like that? There's a hoverboard in this one or something. I I think you nailed it, kid. It's going to be kind of a goofy sandbox game more than anything. But yeah, uh, I feel like it's going to be like Watch Dogs Legion, and I like Watch Dogs Legion, but I already had that, so it just feel like Watch Dogs Legion and based in maybe America. Everything's going to be like Gen Z ish, like you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I might like it, but I'm just saying it's just that it's not what I wanted. When I heard they were rebooting. The, the series, I thought they were going to go back to like its core. Um, but yeah, um, let's see. I've got something a little different. We're going to change gears here if I can get this set up right. Uh, it's not the button. <sighs> Come on now. Oh, I have to add this a lot about how Mike- all right. So there's your little preview as I get the right there. It is. Yeah, there we go. That, <laughs> welcome to the XC podcast where Cole Eastwood is <laughs> flying by the seat of his pants trying to get a uh to get everything running in real time. But uh I talked to the, these two behind the scenes about taking on this Adam Conover thing. And uh I think we're gonna have a good time with this because he says quite a few things that have been echoed a lot in the industry. And he says quite a few things that people argue about in the industry. So we're going to jump into this. I'm going to try and uh, do this here. I'll kind of adjust the volume as it goes. But what we're going to do uh, is we're going to listen to what he has to say. And I'm going to stop it so that we can comment. Because a lot of people have heard this rant. It kind of went viral over the weekend in its own way. Um, And we're going to tackle it. So Adam Conover. What's that? I'm not going to lie. I thought that was Corey Barlog first well i thought it was at alton <laughs> brown from from the food network at first which I'm, I'm a big fan <laughs> it of does look like him yeah. wow wow yeah. wow i can't so I it does i have to admit like i don't know who this guy is as a comedian i didn't i wasn't aware of his show uh he's very charismatic has a good delivery but he just says things that we hear that just uh we're gonna see if they're true or not so um here we go 
Well, well, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so he had a show called Adam Ruins Everything. It got canceled. <laughs> One of the reasons it got canceled is because AT&T did a buyout acquisition and merger that wow. led to the cancellation of his show. So keep that in mind as he talks about this okay. acquisition and merger game that's going on in the industry. And I'll try to do this, and here we go. Microsoft just bought Activision, one of the world's largest video game publishers, and I think that news is a lot more frightening than most people realize. Like, I see people worrying, oh, what if they make Call of Duty an Xbox exclusive? But that's not the issue. The issue is that Microsoft can use Activision to undercut the rest of the entire video game industry and build a monopoly. See, most publishers sell their games for 60 or $70, which they have to do because the games cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make and years of effort. But Microsoft... Okay, uh, um, I don't know how choppy or if that's running smooth and as long as you can hear it, but he, <laughs> kids would take a crack at this first. He's talking about how they bought Activision and and PlayStation can only sell you games for $70. Yeah, so um, his whole thing about undercutting the industry is, is I feel like he's limiting the industry literally to Xbox and PlayStation. Um with 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 this, it's like everybody's still going to be able to thrive. Your EA, your Ubisoft, your um, your Take Twos, and whatever your Ten Cents and Embracer—they are all going to be able to sell games and compete in this space. Um, the whole thing about you know games have to be sixty or seventy dollars um, uh, uh, because games cost a lot of money to make. It's, it's as if he is like forgot that the complaints we had because games were going up to seventy bucks. And I feel like, and, and you're going to probably play next since you didn't say it yet, but the thing, some of the things he said about, you know, give it, Microsoft giving us access to these games for like dirt cheap as if I'm like, wait a minute, am I supposed to view that as a bad thing? <laughs> like, I, I like, I, I, I'm not, like, it's like he wants us to revolt and rebel against uh, cheaper games. Like, in terms Eric. of, like, I, 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 like, I, like, yeah. like, you're really about to cap for games being sixty or seventy dollars, I was like, "Wait, I was like, show me the bad thing." But like, I don't know. Um, yeah, so that sort of like frustrated me there. And then like, what he says next is what really annoys me. But I'll let Erica. Okay, Erica, do you have anything to say uh, on uh, what you said so far? <laughs> I mean, this is the first time I'm seeing it. I told you that when we were starting. Oh, the that's show. right. That's right. I it's forgot. First to tell time. Yeah. Um. Every time I just see anything about this whole, you know, oh, Microsoft's going to become a monopoly and this is really bad for the industry. I always just think of that chart that I saw. It's like a pie chart yeah. type mm -hmm. of thing where it looks like, just think of it like a pizza. Microsoft really literally has like a slice, like one slice. And it's like all the companies that are owned by all these different corporations and stuff, the Ubisofts, all the, that stuff. And I just always think of that chart where Microsoft really doesn't have as much as we think they have, because they're like he, like you said, smooth. He's thinking of it just PlayStation and Microsoft, and forgetting all these other companies that are owned by someone else. You know, so yeah, that's right. just kind of where I am with it. It's like anytime I see this guy or whatever this argument, it's like I know there's more to it. It's not so black and white like this. So that's all I'm gonna say for now. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll track on to his next world. Or this is a three minute clip. Uh, it won't. We'll, we'll work through it. We're, we're, we're uh, just a little bit, 30 seconds in. Here, here's this next bit. Here. ...to make and years of effort. But Microsoft has recently disrupted that strategy by introducing a service called Game Pass, where you can get hundreds of games for just $9.99 a month. 
And now they're buying up game publishers so they can put their games on the service. Microsoft has bought so many game studios that they now own Doom, Wolfenstein, Quake, Halo, Call of Duty, Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Diablo, Hearthstone, Overwatch, Starcraft, Warcraft, World of Warcraft, Psychonauts, Guitar Hero, Dishonored, Minecraft, Gears of War, Tony Hawk, and Zork. Remember Zork? Okay. <laughs> uh, Erica, do you think he memorized all these IPs? That you Xbox can see. Is- you can see he's reading. You could tell he looked up and he's reading a list. I, I, he actually said Gears of War. It's like, dude. Yeah. They've owned Gears this whole time. What are you talking about? Yeah, he made a list. but He just made a list of games they own. And it's like, how about the rest of the thousands and thousands of games they don't own? You know? I mean, imagine if he <laughs> if, if he was ranting about Ubisoft. He's like, they own Watch Dogs. Like, name, think about right. all of the franchises that Ubisoft owns. And I love almost all of those, right? And, mm-hmm. <laughs> kid, what do, you, <laughs> what do you think about this so far? Yeah, so the whole thing is, yeah, him listing the games and listing existing IPs that Microsoft already owned on that was theirs to begin with, like Halo and Gear. Yeah, yeah he might have mentioned Forza. Like, it's like, <laughs> come on, dude. Like, really? I can, you can literally do that with any publisher who is acquired. I could do the same thing with EA after they fucking, I'm sorry. After they freaking um, <laughs> after they acquired Codemasters, like, well, damn, now they own Need for Speed, Dirt, uh, F1. They own freaking uh, what's the uh, WRC? Grid. They own Grid. Like they, they got monopoly on you racing. Just name up all these racing yeah, games, like <laughs> wheels, dirt, gravel, <laughs> mud, mud, <laughs> mud. Yeah. Oh, uh, like it's like. It's like okay, I'm waiting for. It's like okay, what's what's the problem? Every publisher has a list of IPs, known IPs that they own. I mean, there's like I said, there's plenty to go around. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that he mentions it, like all they're able to buy up all these publishers, okay, and put all their games on ten in Game Pass, which is ten dollars. I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, where's the problem? I was like, because yeah, you told yeah. me on one hand the games will cost sixty or seventy dollars, and you're telling me this company's bad for putting these games on a service that costs ten dollars. Like, you, where am I supposed to be mad? You know <laughs> like, what? You know what? This guy, you know, somebody like this guy, you know, somebody like Adam was probably saying two or three years ago that Xbox only has what did they say, kid? That Xbox only oh, has yeah, Halo, Gears, and Forza. That's true. Then, yeah. All right, you, you guys they ready to go no for? Let's let's see what else he has to say. Uh, And keep in mind, chat, that this is Erica's first time hearing this. So um, just just watch the smile. Here we go. It doesn't matter if Call of Duty is also available on PlayStation. If you can get it for $9.99 instead of $70 and get hundreds of other games too, that's what you're going to do. The deal is just too good to pass up. Now, I can hear what you're going to say next. You're saying Sony and Nintendo just need to make their own Game Pass competitors and make their own games $9.99 a month. Here's the problem. I don't think they can do that. I think Microsoft is taking a massive loss on Game Pass, and they're able to do that because they are literally 10 times bigger than Sony and Nintendo combined. Okay. Woo! Okay, Erica, uh, tackle this Nintendo thing, he said, if uh, if you can retain what he said about Nintendo. Like, because he, he said about... Uh, uh, that Microsoft's just, bigger, or 10 that times they should bigger. Just, that Nintendo could just make a 999 Game Pass thing, but he says they can't. And he says the same thing for PlayStation. Because they would take a loss. Nintendo has a lot of money, so I don't know why he would... I mean, I could see him trying to say that about PlayStation. Maybe they can't afford the loss, I guess. But Nintendo definitely could, <laughs> right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... I, I, I'm kind of with Smooth. I'm like, I don't see the issue. I mean, 
I guess he's trying to make a case like, well, these other companies can't do it. So you're going to have to pay that much money over here. It's like, but, but we have Microsoft. We can go ahead and spend less over here. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's crazy because all these other companies also have subscription services. Ubisoft has a subscription service. EA has a subscription service. PlayStation has a subscription service. Nintendo has a subscription service. It's just different. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, it's like, I'm sorry. Like, it, like I kind of like. I think I caught like a temperature listening to his rant. Like, <laughs> you caught a fever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. Uh, kid, kid, talk to us about PlayStation. Like, he's like PlayStation. That just make a 9.99 service with your games on their day and date. And talk to us about why PlayStation could or couldn't do that. Where do you stand on that? Um. Well, PlayStation can if they want to. Is they are they willing to in, invest? Are they willing to break away uh, from their current business model? Um, and it looks like they're ramping up for it. At least uh, they're trying to find a way to have their cake and eat it too. They want to put out this Game Pass com- competitor that's called what Spartacus. And, and and the only thing now is if they decide whether to put their games day and date on there. That's that's the only thing. But it's coming. It's probably going to be on PC because they're revving up their PC um portfolio they're buying up studios as well like they want to they want <laughs> they're like they're buying up studios just like everyone else they're buying up uh, existing ips they're buying up talent that like that used to that people would like hey you know i would like to play this on xbox and we know playstation is more aggressive with their um acquisitions and their development i mean place literally right now you know xbox players and and even Nintendo players, there's Marvel games we just can't have. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like places they have that on lock. Like that's literally your if you want a decent now. Thankful that I'm thankful that freaking Guardians of the Galaxy came out and was a decent game, but like Spider-Man and and, and X-Men, I still look at those as like, yo, there's gonna be those well-known characters that you would think should be multi-platform it's not playstation mm-hmm. has rights to these games or whatever and um apparently he doesn't have an issue with that but as far as playstation and nintendo being able to do subscription service like i said they all these companies have subscription services playstation can do what can do a game pass will they i don't know i don't know if they they, they would have to obviously there's a lot more they would need to do um because I, I do believe this is costly um and but you have to have own a lot of the content that's in there. Um, cause I, uh, cause the, the most of part, remember the early parts of game pass was just like the early parts of Netflix. And it's still pretty much that same way is that it's a mm-hmm. lot of third party uh, purchases that they're buying to fill up the service. But pretty soon, majority of the uh, stuff that's going to be in game pass is going to be first party. The, the really weird thing that struck me as soon as I heard this, and I know some people in the chat, like, why are we giving this guy attention? But <laughs> I can give attention to something like this respectfully. And so far, we've been doing a pretty good job, I think. Mm-hmm. But the very first thing that struck me, uh, chat and audience is watching, is that Adam here is upset that Microsoft is offering an unbelievable, uh, too-good-to-be-true value to their customers. The, th- the problem with that is this could be offered to the, with the competition. So if Xbox and Microsoft can provide a value that's unbelievable that everybody wants it, it would push PlayStation and Nintendo 
to do something similar to stay in the market because he says they're building a platform where everybody can jump on a game pass on almost any device and it's dirt cheap. And Adam is a guy who plays on a PS five and a PC. He stands everything to gain for Xbox, providing him better value just on the Xbox and PC platform and also to push PlayStation, which they're already doing to do the same. Let me grab a couple of super chats that kind of line in with this. Two, two from two $5 Australian dollar super chats from Dr. Dirk Diggler. Great name. He says, I have I've thought Microsoft to buy EA. I think it's the reason why Sony bought Bungie. So Sony can ensure they have some shooters on their platform. If Microsoft buys EA Battlefield, Call of Duty's gone, <laughs> Battlefield's gone, Warzone maybe gone, Apex Legends gone. So perhaps Sony's buying Bungie in a reaction to a potential Microsoft buying EA. A, he says at the end. So I don't know about that, but Johnny, thank you for the $5. He says, uh, Nintendo is the foil to everything he said. They have a stellar first party and Mm -hmm. sustains their ecosystem. They're selling a bunch of systems and games. And Eric, you know what's funny about this? (laughs) Right now, the Nintendo Switch is beating the pants off of Xbox and PlayStation Mm -hmm. with a mobile console you could take anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mario Kart and Animal Crossing, like full stop, right? Like they're beating the best high tier consoles. Do you have a Nintendo they're, Switch? They're selling a lot. Yeah, I have a Switch. Um, that have Pokemon you Animal game. Crossing? Uh, I did. I have it. It came out the day right when they sent us home for pandemic, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm gonna go pick up this game. And <laughs> it <laughs> was it was a great game because it because it killed time. And, you know, it was it was cool, um, and it did really well. I'm sure that helped. You know, because it got me to buy it. Um, but you got games like Pokemon that just came out. It's selling mm-hmm. millions. You, these games are they're they're doing numbers, and and that's what Nintendo does. I mean, these exclusives. And I was gonna say this too, just when it comes to this whole thing. Remember that argument of like, are exclusives bad? And people would sure. say, no, because that's what sells consoles. And that's what, you know, if you want that exclusive, go buy that console, right? That was like the argument for years. And now it's like, okay, Microsoft has their exclusive content. If you, you want to say Game Pass is that, so then get an Xbox. I, I just don't see the problem here. All I right, really that, don't. <laughs> that is perfectly said really at the perfect don't. time. Because as we get into this thing with Adam, Erica, that's so such a perfect setup. I want to ask both of you, I'll start with Kid, about the argument about what's pro-consumer. And I looked this up because someone said, I don't think you know what the definition means, Colt. Pro-consumer is not an actual word. I looked it up before the show. That kind of okay. scratched my head like pro-consumer. But really what it means is anti-consumer. It's the opposite of anti-consumer. So the quote basically is that Microsoft or Xbox are pro consumer because they provide you a, a value, but the PlayStation guys will say it's anti-consumer for Xbox to go and buy up publishers and games that used to belong on the PlayStation as well. So kid, can you explain uh, to the audience? I, I have my own statements about what this means. Like, is it anti-consumer for Xbox to grab their own exclusives and say, these are ours now, we're giving them to Xbox fans? Um, it's not anti-consumer, it's pro-consumer because it's pro-Xbox consumers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. Like The thing is, is that, I mean, the argument on Xbox was we want Xbox to be more competitive. Xbox ain't got no games. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. these 
were complaints that weren't very old. I mean, come on, like, people, come on, think about this. Think about this. Right? Three years ago or two years ago. Prior mm-hmm. to the game, all right, think about this. When, uh, when did they re- reveal the Xbox Series X? Uh, the 2019, right? Yeah, yeah. On So that was December, what, 9th? Or whatever. So yeah, yeah, it was December 2019. Some, yeah. Something. So think about so as of December 8th, 2018, Xbox was in the same boat it's been from since 2014 or whatever, 13. That 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 same old Xbox ain't got no games. They 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 got gears. Uh we ain't got we ain't got nothing until then. Da 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 it's trash. Da da da. It's uh, the whole nine yard X nothing, nothing Xbox. Nothing has like Xbox has nothing. Crackdown is still the 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 coin game, the token game to make fun of. <laughs> Crackdown is Sea of Thieves or the the characters from Say the K two. Like these yeah. are. So you telling me in two years, two years it goes from that to we having a, a monopoly discussion on the video games in Xbox. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. happy that it's this way because now you're. It's now oh, so we be, we're gonna kill the dream of Xbox having games before they can even close on the deals to get them. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, I got I've got a little saying I kind of cooked up today. Uh, I told somebody who tried to start arguing with me about the anti-consumer thing, yeah. and I said, um, pro, "Let's pretend pro-consumer is a word for all of you uh, learned, you know, college degree, you know, Matt PhDs right out there. Uh, pro-consumer is not the responsibility." of PlayStation on Xbox. This way to put that is when someone says it's not, it's not pro they're not pro consumer. They're taking games away from PlayStation. And I said, Hey buddy, it's not Xbox's job to bring pro consumer things to PlayStation. That's Sony's job. It's Sony's Mm -hmm. job to go out, acquire studios, build studios, buy studios and buy money hat third-party games, which they've been doing for years, for decades. They've been money hatting games to bring games to their platform. So if a game like Starfield suddenly is not on your PlayStation, that's not anti-consumer. That's Sony's job to go and get you something else. Or, hey, if you want to do just, hey, how much is it going to cost to put to put Starfield on the Xbox, even though it's an exclusive studio now? And then maybe Phil will go, how much you got, Jim Ryan? <laughs> So what do you think, Erica? Do you think I'm out of line? Like, where does this pro-consumer thing land? I want to add this about the pro-consumer thing. If we could argue Microsoft is the most pro-consumer, their games are on PC. Game Pass alone is an amazing deal. Mm -hmm. Back compat, right? Backwards compatibility. You got all the different systems, whether whether you have an S like me or an Xbox One S, we're playing the same game, right? Yep. Nintendo, no back compat. They have a Nintendo, what, a store that they add a couple games in from like Nintendo. I don't don't even know what they have on there. Super Nintendo and 64. Yeah, it's like games nobody cares about, nobody wants. Their virtual console isn't, well, you know, for the most part. (laughs) I know. They could do way more with their virtual console. They don't do it. They don't even have voice chat, messaging. You know what I mean? There's so many things about Nintendo I can go off on a tangent and just complain because they're they're just and they're still killing it. And they'll they'll resell the same game for sixty dollars two years later or something like that, and make you buy it again for the next console where you can, you know what I mean? There's just so many things. And PlayStation, yeah, they have PlayStation now. They have um, you know, it's a little better than Nintendo situation, but we could argue 
Microsoft is the most pro-consumer. And when you look at it that way, mm -hmm. how Phil and, and their messaging is all about you play anywhere, right? Where, you know, we all yeah. win and all that. I forget the slogan, but... When everyone plays... That's what, yeah, what is it? We uh, When everyone plays, we all win. We all win or something yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's all about this, like, I know the, the term was like kumbaya, but it is kind of happening, you know? it's I can play Halo on my PC or I could play it on my Xbox Series S. It's it, They're everywhere, you know? I can yeah. do what I want. You can play on your yeah, phones, um, too. So it's, it's just, you know... I, I actually stole a banger line from Randall Thor 19. I was on the phone with him today and he said, you know, this acquisition thing for Xbox is only bad if you only play on a PlayStation. And of course you mm -hmm. leave Nintendo out of it because Nintendo doesn't get the majority games anyway because of the yeah. way their thing's set up. Right. But when you look at it, PlayStation, Nintendo or PlayStation and Xbox, a PC, like if you're mad about the merger, merger and acquisition, it's probably because you only want to play on a PlayStation. And yeah. shout out to Ashtray Gaming. Right. You said, get Adam off the screen. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. <laughs> he's hilarious. I know. Uh, come on. It, just pretend it's Alton Brown. He's going to show us how to whip up the best egg whites to make amazing frosting. And, and we'll, <laughs> I am getting uh, hungry, too. So <laughs> I know I am, too. We'll, we'll try to get through this together. Uh, let me grab a couple of supers here uh, that are kind of lining up here. Lord Starkiller, thank you so much for the $10. He says, Adam has no idea what a monopoly is. He's correct. Hoax Law explained it in my show a couple weeks ago. Lord Sarkill says he does not realize how big the gaming industry is. Microsoft will only have a small piece, about 10% of the market share after Activision Blizzard acquisition. And remember, uh, Kid Smooth, that Satya Nadella said, we're still in third place. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> and he doesn't mean I, Nintendo and PlayStation. He yeah, means, yeah, yeah. He means Tencent, uh, PlayStation, and what else? Uh, Amazon or something. I don't know what it was, but... Uh, let's get let's get back to Adam's uh, wonderful <laughs> rant. Here we go. Nintendo makes video games and playing cards. Sony makes video games and headphones. Microsoft makes video games, the operating system that every computer in the world runs on, and the web services that every website in the world run on. They are one of the biggest companies in the world, and that means that they can use their massive cash reserves to subsidize their video game service forever absolutely absolutely like isn't this the whole sustainable argument guys it's that they're like, using well, their... yeah yeah <laughs> so like i said is that a bad thing kid that he uh that he says that microsoft's <laughs> they have so much money they can provide a value for you and make money in other places to make that possible i mean imagine as a customer complaining uh how can we do uh, can you guys think of uh, some type of uh, analogy off the top of your head? Like if you were buying a car, like if they were going to provide you some type of uh, really big cost savings because they had their money moving some other way, like would you go, well, but I want to pay full price because it makes me feel better. <laughs> I want to support the card makers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This guy said, I'm still hung up on the fact that he says uh, PlayStation makes, Sony makes PlayStation and headphones. When the last hold on, man. When the last time PlayStation made headphones, and PlayStation, Sony, or well, Sony made headphones. They make also make VR. They also make TVs. They yeah. also make movies. What the like? They yeah. own. They own. Don't they own Spider Man? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. He it really makes them out to be the victim in this. Um, <laughs> let me keep going because uh, people hate seeing his face on here. We love you, Adam. I I know where you're coming from, like. Uh, somebody who likes to talk, like we like to talk, but 
he wanted to get his voice out here. He just didn't realize he was going to stir up the horror says, Here we go. Here we go. It's the Amazon strategy. They can take a loss on every single video game they sell through Game Pass forever until they have wiped out the competition and Sony and Nintendo cannot do shit about it. Okay. Uh, now, he does make some good points. Like, Amazon's massive. Amazon has become like the tour de force of where to buy your stuff online, like full stop, right? Yeah. Uh, Erica, do you get a good value with your Amazon purchases? Yeah, I got Prime, so they come quicker. I could use it to sub to somebody on Twitch. Um, I get access to movies and stuff. And then, yeah, I mean, I like Amazon. I trust it. I feel like I get good prices, if that's what you're kind of mm-hmm. asking me. Yeah, I, I mean, mean. We're watching out for ourselves, right? Right, like, We want right. to get a good value. Kid, what about... <laughs> The, the other part of this is like, you've got like Walmart, right? Like Walmart comes in and destroys local, local businesses that used to sell stuff for, you know, 30 cents more, a few dollars more. Like, is this a big problem? Yes and no. And I say yes and no, because at the end of the day, you can't be mad at somebody coming in and doing it first. What happened with like the Amazon and Walmarts, it, it, you either they're either going, all they're going to do is create other businesses to do the same thing or advance other businesses. So what happened when Amazon came through the door, other businesses went online. They went more reliable on subscriptions and shipping. Um, That's pretty much how they do it. Like every, like everybody offers some sort of like delivery option or, or some rapid delivery option or some perks by joining their uh, uh, memberships. Like Walmart has Walmart plus now it's like 15, I forgot 12 bucks a month. Um, that gets two day shipping. Um, so it's like, I you can't, but you can't be mad because at the end of the day, Amazon wasn't always big. Neither was Walmart. Walmart was once a local business, and the the state it was it was, and before it blew up, it it wasn't automatically this massive company that was all over the freaking world. You know what I mean? So it's just that Amazon had an opportunity. Um, and they created like a, a, a freaking juggernaut and, and the industry is moving, uh, moving with it. So he's looking at Game Pass as something which is it's weird because Game Pass, the Game Pass um, business model exists in every other industry, but video games, right? right. So right. Xbox is there. They're positioning themselves to be in prime position because obviously when it catches on, Others are going to do the same thing, and somebody might do it better. So what they're going, what they're doing is gearing themselves up and putting themselves in a position to not get. Because remember, Xbox, like you know, they got. Come on, remember the Zoom, remember Connect, and they get mm-hmm. like now you got Alexas and Google Homes and stuff like that. And Xbox been had it. It's like, yeah. So they're pretty much putting themselves in a position. It's like, all right, this is going to take off. This is going to um, uh, and, and we're in prime position. To have a strong market lead, or to be a big pusher or a mover in this when it takes off, and they're, they're so they're pretty much just just because they're first, he's pretty much calling it a problem. I don't think that Nintendo or PlayStation is going to be you know asked out. I just think other players are going to adjust, and but the thing is, they already have. It just hasn't took off like that yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, like they're going to innovate. In that way, they're kind All right, of let's head. see if I can. I'll try and <laughs> I'm gonna try and take his face off <laughs> as needed, but we're almost uh done with what he's having to say here. Um, really good points, and here we go. 
actually, I should say, I think Nintendo will be fine because Nintendo has Mario and Zelda and everyone loves Mario and Zelda, but I think Sony is like, Sony can't afford to make the new God of War or Horizon Zero Dawn game just 10 bucks. They need those games to be $70 for them to make a profit that year. Whereas Microsoft is able to lose money indefinitely. So in Oh, before he gets into that. Okay, before you get, let's oh see if I can gosh. switch this back. Uh, I have to remember what button to hit. <laughs> uh, okay, there we go. Uh, before he gets into that. Oh my gosh, Erica, you said that Sony can't afford to sell their brand new games like God of War Ragnarok and Horizon Forbidden West at ten dollars i'm still stuck on when he said sony is effed because it's like dude are you not paying attention like they're on top right now they're selling a, a lot of games they're selling a lot of consoles can't even find a ps5 um he like like we've been saying he's making it sound like a bad thing that microsoft is giving us the cheaper option and he's he's just this doom and gloom of like oh micro or sony can't afford to do that it's like but, right but but they but we don't know that i but mean they could do it i think they have an ace in their sleeve that they're really dragging their feet on to make more money on exclusives kid do you know what it is mm -hmm. if you're paying attention in class like what's the ace up their sleeves that places you could do to sell more copies of something like god of war ragnarok at launch dandy with pc, PC. add a baby <laughs> yeah dandy pc they and yeah they're true they're making all the moves to line themselves to do that. I mean, you don't buy a PC porting studio just to, you know, continue push waiting five years to port games to the PC. Um, it, it, I mean, they have to at the, at the end of the day, because they have what, what they realize. Here's the thing. PlayStation, I'll say this, you know what I mean? PlayStation fanboys like the, the old PlayStation model and having everything stuck on, you know, their platform so they can just brag just so they can say, you know, this is mine. This is exclusive to the box because they think it really <laughs> matters. But at the end of the day, that model hurts PlayStation. They can't sell PlayStation. There's 17 quote unquote sold PlayStation fives. Right. But they can't sell. Mm -hmm. They can't sell that many games. Even no one, because a lot of bots got those PlayStations and mm -hmm. There's, yep. they can't manufacture enough PlayStations, so they're they all these games that they bought out for exclusive are not having the return that they were supposed to have because they can't sell you consoles. So now they're stuck putting out these exclusive and they can't sell them. So what do you do? You got a bunch of people on PC, you got a bunch of people on PlayStation Four, and games like Ratchet and Clank and spending the money you spent for Deathloop and stuff like, and Returnal all look like mistakes, not because they were bad games, it's because they can't really. Nobody could buy them because they don't have a place to buy. Yeah, they reach yeah. they meet half a million consumers on the on Ratchet and Clank because it's limited to a constrained console that is sitting in the basement of Scalper me Scalperton. Uh, that are that making... is true. Did you see that video going around of that yeah, guy just dude, on the street? Why did nobody just stack? rob him? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. You would think, right? <laughs> See Kid Smooth and I rolling through in a rickshaw and just <laughs> taking them all and carting our way out of there. Yeah, it's uh the scalper thing is ridiculous. And you know, Jim Jim Ryan, I almost said Jim Spencer. Jim Spencer would be an amazing person. Jim huh. Ryan uh said that he was frustrated that they can only reach so many people on the console. And he kind of says it's before the constraint problem. Uh he knows this before there's a con console hardware constraint that they're frustrated that an amazing game like God of War in 2018 can only reach 20 million people when they know as soon as it goes to PC, it hits the top of the sales charts. Mm -hmm. uh, the next thing that Adam's about to talk about is um, 
Let's see, I go to this and this. Look at this. I'm almost getting to this. Next thing he's going to do <laughs> is talk screams. about. <laughs> it's, just the it's, like, it's like the ring. <laughs> They're the picture yeah. in the ring. So um, it was scary. He's going to talk about, he's going to make fun of all access. This is going to be a short part. Before you play. hit play, though, the, 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 thing, the reason why I keep watching these videos from him is the whole rapid head movement. It, it, oh, it, right. know, it sends me into like another gear. It's just like, and there was this <laughs> one dude that drew glasses on his face and, and he was making fun of him because he was just going like, <laughs> I freaking lost my shit watching that dude. Like, <laughs> you totally like break your headphones doing that. that. Yeah. I mean, He's animated. He's a comedian, so you got to give him props mm-hmm. for being charismatic, right? Yeah. Well, let's let's play this this Xbox All Access. This is something we don't talk about often because <laughs> I just buy my stuff. But here it goes. Definitely that they can sell the damn console and Game Pass for just twenty five dollars a month. Now that's an okay. amazing deal, but it's okay. So we don't talk about Xbox All Access, but he's he he's talking about how you can buy a Series S. For $25 a month, which he thinks is an absolute deal. You get the console and you get two years of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate yep. for $600 over the two years. So uh, doing the math, if you do Xbox All Access, you actually save $50 to $60. <clears throat> um, before taxes, maybe it's a little less than $50, right? So you're basically, they're not they're not like subsidizing it to you. They're, they're, they're selling it to you for two years. Uh, what do they call it? No interest, right? Yep. What do they call it? What's that? You buy your furniture uh, that way. Same day, same. What is it? Uh, <laughs> Come down to I Bob's get... Couch Emporium and, and get your oh, couch for same as cash. I can't remember what they call it. No same money down? I don't know. It's a it's a, <laughs> if you pay the payments every month for the two years, you, you um, no, if you, this is the thing where you, if this is what all access is. If you pay the payments every month for two months, you get the console and everything and you pay no interest. If you miss a payment or you're a lot later behind, they charge you interest across the two years. So it's like same as cash. Yes. Thank you. Marani Mm. Lewis and whoever said it, but it's, yeah, it's one of those things they do at the furniture store. You're like buy a bed set and you know, no interest, same as cash. And and then they tell you in fine print that's what's going on with that. So he's trying to make fun of that. This is just another way for people to get into the console. We're almost done with this clip and then we'll, we'll move on to the next thing. Here he goes. Here's Adam one of those deals that we might later say "Ooh, that deal was a little bit too good to be true because it could mean that microsoft wipes out all the competition in the video game space and then is able to jack the prices up on us and also make games that are a lot worse and let's not forget that all this oh consolidated my games that are a lot worse <laughs> kid kid take this he said that they're going to provide a value and make the games worse oh my god yeah so my thing is where was he pulling that from where did he get that example like, that yeah, good point. I, Go ahead. I, I, do we have like I don't understand. Like it, it, that's where his uh, his PTSD comes in from him get, getting like shot <laughs> chatted on by AT and T. Yeah, because I'm like, well, where do you get that idea? How do you assume the games are going to get work? Matter of fact, what does everybody? What did Bethesda say, Zenimax say when they sold to Xbox? What are these Activision people saying? When, why why they're pushing for this deal to go through? What is right? Like, I mean, isn't Blizzard in in shambles? I mean, they're the ones having their games kind of slacking. And yeah, they're 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 bad now. They're probably getting better, if anything. 
So, Erica, the problem is, it's like your basic economics. You know what you you get it. You get out of it what you put into it. So he thinks mm -hmm. they're putting very little amount of money by offering it on Game Pass. You know, it's only ten dollars a month, so the games are going to suck. And somebody, <laughs> Mike, Mike in the chat says, "Let's spend sixty-eight seven billion dollars to make bad games." Um, I so, doubt that's their intention. Yeah, I'm agreeing with that. Um, so what games have come out on Game Pass? Uh, there have been some not great games, like Crackdown 3 came out, a really low-rated game that I loved, but I like crappy games. Uh, State <laughs> of Decay had problems. Sea of Thieves had problems at the beginning. And then after that, it just kind of that kind of went away, didn't it, kid? Do you have a memory of what games have come out on Xbox over the past two years from their studios? From their studios, well, you got to think about it. Those games were before Xbox bought any of those studios. Yeah, they I'm talking about like after you know 2019 and on. Like what? Yeah, yeah. We had from 2019 and on, it was just kind of actually hits. You know, it started. So what happened in 20? Uh, so 2019, you got um, what Gears, Gears Five came out. Um, 2018, you had Force Horizon Four. You had Ori and a, a Wisps, um, which was also with it that touched the 90, right? Yep. Um, you got because there was the, that gap. It wasn't really the 2020. You had uh, you had Gears Tactics and Flight Sim. Gears, Gears Tactics, Tactics was like Flight a Sim. mid to high 80s. Uh, mm -hmm. Flight Sim was mm -hmm. a 90. Hey, w w real quick, hold on to that thought. I got it. I haven't been kind of doing the business part, but this is the XNC podcast. If you're just joining us, I'm Cold Eastwood. And I'm hosting here with Eric Cuts for the Win and Kid Smooth, and they both run a podcast uh, on YouTube. Kid Smooth has the xbox uh, planet xbox podcast and we've got erica from the the backlog with erica backlog podcast. yeah backlog yeah podcast. so uh thank uh, thank them welcome to the show and if you're here and having a good time hit the like button let's get that like up to 500 if you're enjoying the show and, and hit the like button if you're really if the hairs on the back of your neck are standing up seeing this guy <laughs> on screen we're trying to have, have a little headache. fun with it <laughs> yeah he's giving me a headache already <laughs> so kid uh back to what you're saying like we got into the summer of 2020. The new consoles are out. Flight Sim was a banger. Uh, Double Fine. With, oh, with, we're uh, we're talking about 2021 now. Like, yeah, um, just yeah. kind of like, yeah, what yeah, was coming Flight out? Sim, Psych uh, yeah, Flight Sim, Psychonauts. You had um, uh, freaking, obviously, Force Horizon, uh, Halo. You had games like 12 Minutes, even though it's not from them. But um, yeah, you got Some little indies. Age of Empires came out, but I know that's on um, PC. They haven't had like a, a their first party hasn't dropped anything that rated below an eight uh, mm -hmm. in eighty two, and and what it feels like, I I don't know how long, but I know they had the meme, the sixty nine meme. You know what I mean? But uh, there was a couple like one they didn't make the ascent rate a little lower, but was pretty yeah. good and. There's been mm -hmm. a couple exceptions, but the games have generally been really good, mm -hmm. regardless of what he thinks about what you put into it. Are you going to get that out? Let me go back and finish Adam's uh, rant here. Here we are. Nation naturally is going to lead to layoffs and worse conditions for workers. Microsoft isn't trying to be the Netflix of games. They're trying to be the Amazon of games. They want to use their massive cash advantage to undercut and dominate the entire game industry. That is bad for video game makers and video game players. And as someone who loves video games, I'm worried. I'm worried. Yeah, all you have to do is make your eyes big and, and, and stare at everybody. Like that's a <laughs> Have like a shocked face. Like so, the thumbnails. <laughs> what yeah. can Microsoft do to make Activision's employees' condition worse? 
Yeah, and Activision and Blizzard. Right. Have you followed this, Erica? Right. Oh, the- of course. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I followed it. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying earlier with their games kind of being, um, well, not just the games, but the atmosphere and what they've been through. And, you know, are they, are they really going to make it worse than that? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, it, it, it's so weird to hear. It's so crazy, especially for somebody like Kidsmooth and I who have like done so much Xbox-focused content over the past five years plus, right? Yes. And then you hear somebody jump in and say, what are they doing? They're going to take over the industry. I never thought in a million years that somebody would be saying that Xbox would take over the industry. Uh, I just don't see it happening. So uh, wh- what about, Kid, what do you think Xbox's position is? What are they trying to do? Are they trying to push PlayStation off the market? <laughs> no, they're they're not trying to push PlayStation off the market. They're they're trying to make Xbox or Game Pass at least a go to uh, subscription, and you need the IPs to do it. You need the games that move people, and Call of Duty moves people. Uh, Overwatch Two will move people. Um, if, if, and if PlayStation has to go under in and Xbox's attempt to grow Game Pass, and that's just on them. And I don't mean that. Like I don't mean it to say, like you know what I mean. I I, I suspect PlayStation would follow suit in terms of they'll do their as a competitor. They'll evolve and come up with something that would keep them in the gaming space. Um, if gaming moves towards a, a subscription model. Um, I think all, I think even Nintendo, even it's the stubborn as Nintendo is, they may they may it may take them a longer time to do it because they may not need to do it immediately. Um, but when you factor in what Xbox is doing, it's like okay, um, I can imagine um, a scenario where yeah, Call of, you have these games like Call of Duty and 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 a year where Call of Duty Elder Scrolls, uh, the next Elder Scrolls coming out and that happens to fall in line with the next year's award. And, and that's all in one year. And it's all going to be available in game pass. And a person on PlayStation is like, damn, like Xbox now has like a bunch of IPs that typically they would have to buy marketing deals for these mm-hmm. publishers have their own marketing dollars. Call it. Nothing's going to stop. Remember Cole, our biggest complaint about Xbox is what lack of marketing for their big. Oh yeah. Games, right. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's not going to be a problem with Call of Duty. Their Activision division will be marketing Call of Duty. The Zenimax Starfield is going to get its marketing. You know yeah, I mean? they'll do their own marketing, their own, their own, their own publishing like efforts. That. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. A, a year that happens, and like that's going to drove every year is going to be a record growth year or growth quarter for Game Pass mm-hmm. when a game like Call of Duty is launching or a game like Overwatch Two is coming out. Or the next Elder Scrolls is coming out. I think even Starfield, um, if they do the marketing right, um, is going to turn out big uh, for them in that case. And um, in this, obviously, you know things uh, things are going to fall in line with that. You know, more console sales, more Game Pass subscriptions, more uh, players logging on, and and uh, more active users. Um, and that's going to have a trifecta. Uh, it's going to have a, a multi-purpose effect. And um, we, once that once that occurs, I mean that's gonna move, that's gonna move people. People are gonna start gonna stop either like you know what I mean. Decisions for like a PlayStation versus an Xbox are gonna be like kind of like a no brainer if they don't do anything about it. So if you can't get the content, 
and you're not going to put Game Pass on your platform, you got to do something. Okay, well, here's PlayStation Game Pass, and it's going to have God of War. It's going to have Gran Turismo and that stuff. Day one, you can either play it on your PlayStation, you can play it on PC, or you can play it on our Sony branded TVs because they already had the infrastructure with PS Now, and they kind of shut that down. Mm-hmm. They can do it. Them, they they have the infrastructure to do it. It's just is Sony afraid to make a risk like that? And I know people praise Sony for all the risks they take on games, but are they willing to make a risk like that to compete with Microsoft and Xbox to that level? Yeah, that's a that's a really it's that's well a really good point right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is very well said. I, I got to ask Erica: uh, Is PlayStation <laughs> afraid of Xboxes? Are they afraid? <laughs> I don't know i i think because they're doing so well they at this moment they don't need to like struggle to do something you know that's always the, the argument like oh is sony in trouble how are they gonna fight back and it's just like they're they're kind of killing it right now they're doing their mm-hmm. thing but like smooth is saying you know over time when people start to move if that does happen people start to not get a playstation and they go ahead and go go on xbox and maybe the numbers change a little or it just it just becomes the way of the future because that is happening. I mean, it's happening everywhere. TV, everything's subscriptions now. I mean, I have us here. We have like at least three of them yeah. to watch mm-hmm. Netflix and all this other stuff. And um, it's just the culture or the um, it's just what it is now. And uh, Microsoft was just kind of ahead of the curve, and I've been saying that for a while. They're just kind of there already and thinking about that future. And PlayStation was still hanging on to that exclusive, you know, the $60, $70 bangers that come out. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're known for. And, and they do really well in Nintendo, the same thing. They're good right now. But as time goes on, things are going to change. And um, if people move enough, it'll get Jim Ryan to move. He's already on PC. He's all about PC. He so is that's he's kind of moving, isn't he? He's kind of moving, moving. shaking yeah. a little bit. You can tell you know, it's it's changing. Yeah, that's that's really well said. And when you were talking about Xbox moving early to PC, well, we don't we don't fool anyone, right? Like Xbox moved to PC in 2016 because they were in crisis situation. The Xbox was a yeah. really bad launch. They weren't able to. They didn't. It's almost like um, there weren't enough Xbox out there because Xbox wasn't the place to buy during last generation, and so they needed to sell the games. They needed to remake that. That, that investment into a game like if if you paid for quantum paid remedy to make quantum break it wasn't going to sell on uh there's like 12 million xbox ones or something back then i don't remember what the number was that's not a good look and so um they made a move out of necessity and of course you look at the big picture and you think you go to pc your potential is much bigger and i think you're right that jim ryan's going to move to pc Got some super chats rolling in here. Thank you so much. Hit the like button if you're having a good time. This is the XC podcast. We finally got Adam Connor off the screen. I'm sorry, <laughs> I should have like popped him on and off the screen so we like wouldn't get grow cataracts from looking at him. But I'm sure he's a great guy. Uh, like I said, he plays on PS5 and PC. He has every right to find some happiness in these acquisitions. And trust me, PlayStation is going to make acquisitions of their own. Um, let's see where are we at on the supers. We got uh uh let's see there we are for havoc asks with two dollar super chat thank you for havoc again he says colt is the price worth it for bungie yeah i think so sure why not it's not that much do you you guys want to weigh on <laughs> weigh in on this because i think they're going to get really great multiplayer benefits and and team building stuff for their platform 
even if it's stuff that Bungie doesn't even make, like, I think it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's billions. So it's tons of money to us, but like, mm -hmm. I think because the, the, um, Activision acquisition was so much money. And then when the Bungie thing happened, I remember looking at the number, what was it like 3.6 billion or something? I was like, yeah, oh, that's kind of low. <laughs> I'm over here. times more, 20 times more. I'm over here, freaking uh, middle class, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of low. <laughs> Erica, do you know I had to Google, I had to Google what billion meant. Like, I can't remember what it was. It was a hundred thousand million dollar bills or something whatever it was like i had yeah. to get my tiny mind thinking about it yeah uh, you just see the 3.6 compared to you know 90 like, or whatever that's a that's... lot of millions i think <laughs> uh risk it for yeah. the biscuit with australian five dollars says sony is literally doing the same thing they've got spartacus coming and if they didn't have day and date before the blizzard deal it's likely now wolverine marvel's wolverine will be day and date he thinks um if that's maybe oh PC Maybe. or what are they saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day and date PC or day and date on a service. I mean, oh, that's a weird one. Kid, can I ask you that? Like, as Eric and I like think about that, day and date on a service or day and date on PC. Like, which one is more likely to come first from PlayStation? It's a good question. Um, I would say, isn't it? It depends on how stubborn they are with the subscription model. If they don't want to, um, I would say, oh, damn, dude. I would say day and date on PC first. Okay. That's what I would say. Yeah, I might, I might lean that way. Their toes are in the pool already. You know, they're dipping their toes. Jim Ryan's in there in the sauna, you know. I, I would expect them to <laughs> announce this new subscription service. I call it PlayStation Ticket or PlayStation uh, something, like in my mind, right? I don't know what it's going to be called, mm -hmm. but I imagine when they announce it, it's going to be like, holy crap, this is a great deal. And because um, it was kind of hard to say that as the general audience for Game Pass when they're like, we've got Crackdown 3 coming and, and the Ashen <laughs> or whatever it was. But, Ashen. Uh, <laughs> uh, Danny Passion Official, thank you so much. Good support of the channel. With $2, he says... Adam's getting exactly what he wants, he aimed for attention. Um, I thought about this before I read it. I think Adam wanted to get on his soapbox and say what he was convicted about. He wanted people to hear his voice. Uh, I guess it is attention. I don't think he wanted this kind of attention. And like we've kind of broken down what he've said in pretty respectful way, but you know, there's people chatting, there's people messaging and sharing stuff on social media, they're not being nice. I don't think he wanted that, but you get what you get, right? Um, thank you so much to FBoy57 with the Canadian $5. says, Colt, with all this pressure Microsoft is putting on Sony and the gigantic companies like Amazon, Apple, and Tencent, Swarming Gaming, or Swarming Gaming, will sor Sony survive? There's a couple commas missing there. Will Sony survive through this, the Amazon, Apple, Tencent, Microsoft acquisition fiesta? Get smooth. Will they make it? Wait, 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 wait. Repeat that question. He's saying with Amazon, Apple, and Tencent, and Microsoft all like acquiring and building up their platforms, will Sony survive? Um, they sh they should. I mean, the thing is, is that it it really it really all depends because the thing is, I'm not really impressed with Amazon or Google what they've done for gaming. Like Google, they are about to kick Stadia out the back door. Um, Amazon still isn't sure. Um, how much they want to in, uh, invest in? Um, in I mean, Stadia says they're they have big things like big improvements coming, but yeah, but like the, the minute that the day that Xbox 
acquired Zenimax, they literally announced that they're shutting down all their first party and they're going to just buy third party. Like, okay, okay. Uh, content. That's mm-hmm. what they end up doing. Um, uh, you, the, I think what happens with Sony is that uh, if I think eventually one of the muscles uh, would probably buy out Sony to uh, uh, take over the PlayStation brand uh, to. Can you imagine? Come back with Microsoft. If, if <laughs> Apple wanted to compete with uh, with Xbox on gaming, they can buy PlayStation. Um, and, and I mean, that wouldn't be a big. I, actually, that wouldn't be terrible. Like PlayStation would remain intact. You just have a different owner. Like, yeah. it wouldn't you sign in with your Apple ID. <laughs> that would be crazy. Like the internet would blow up. Yeah. If that yeah. happened. Uh, Risk it for the biscuit with the Australian two dollars says should Adam delete his account. Uh, yes, he should delete his TikTok account because I think TikTok's <laughs> weird, but I'm old. Uh, Koi Cadaver with the $20 super chat. Thank you so much. He says, howdy. And I like that. Uh, I like howdy. That's nice. Yodani <laughs> Kazada with the $5 says, quote, when you talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a ton of respect for them, but we see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward. Quote from Xbox's Phil Spencer. He says, when you talk about Sony and Nintendo, we have a ton of respect for them, but we see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward. And it's weird because I don't think of Google and Amazon as gaming forces in the industry, but no. not yet anyway. I don't know. No, um, uh, mobile, maybe? They're talking Google? Mobile, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, think about it. Like, they, like... And this is the, the and I know people are like questioning this Activision deal is it going to go through and how King Bay play a part, but Microsoft has like has no presence as much as they talk about mobile and stuff. They have really virtually no presence on on mobile gaming uh, outside of like cloud gaming, which ha- it hasn't really right took off yet. Right? Um, is uh, so Google. I don't know a lot of these play like Google and Amazon. They have like storefronts. Like they have like these, uh, they have like I guess they dominate in certain areas where I guess Microsoft attempted to like uh, dominate, and they have the thing is with the, their opportunity. That's what it is. The opportunity for Google and Amazon and even Apple to enter a market because of their existing customer base, they can come out and literally wipe out like. They can they can literally come out and, and like it's crazy like what's the what ha, who just um I'm trying to think of something that just went like for example um Apple Music mm-hmm. how long do you think it took for them to get their numbers their subscription numbers because I'm pretty sure it happened rather rather quickly because okay. everybody everybody yeah. had iPhones everybody oh, had yeah. iPads and so to to get everybody onto Apple literally shut down iTunes off your your smart your Apple phone devices, whatever, and replaced it with Apple Music. You, we used to own our music. We used to buy our individual singles. And I'm albums. out of the I'm out of the loop here, but iTunes isn't around anymore. No, I thought it was. You, you still put it on your computer, your computer, but it's not like a thing on. Well, your I mean, Google anymore. got rid of Google Play, and that's where my music of like 15 yeah. years. Like was that was home to it, and now it's been pushed over to YouTube Music, which makes me go through all these loops mm-hmm. to get to my my music that I own. Um, this is the opposite of where gaming is going because Phil wants us yeah. to play our games wherever we want. Because I was counting off on my fingers when Erica was listing off where you can play. Um, 
She stopped before we could say, you can still play on an Xbox One via xCloud. You can play on yep. a browser. Mm-hmm. You can play yep. on a, um, a smart TV. This kind of coming in the future. So it kind of goes back to that Different things, yeah. And that's yeah. what makes me think of, or that's what I think of when I see that quote from Phil. It's like, he's thinking about Apple and Google because they're kind of everywhere, I guess, in a mm-hmm. way, or they're different areas. Like they're, they're kind of getting around. And I think that's what, at least that's when I, what I think when I read these quotes, he's just thinking he wants to get everywhere besides yep. PlayStation I mean, maybe, but <laughs> it's but a good way to else, make money. Know? But um, yeah. I mean, I'll play, I'll probably play almost always on, on the console, on the Xbox console. I might mess around with the other ones, but I mean, everybody PC? has different ways. No PC. I play on PC, but I'm talking oh, about like, okay. if it's, in a, if it's a bespoke Xbox game, I'll play oh, it on okay. the console. Will I mess around with it on a smart TV app? Probably, but I'll, my main place will be on console and other people have different things. Yeah. But Gad Kreese, uh, sends a super chat. Thank you so much with the, uh, I don't know what that is. He, I know where he's from, uh, but it's $20. Uh, I'm so sorry. I should know these currencies. I will educate myself. Need to watch more James Bond. <laughs> Thing. he says hit that like button we are almost at 500 likes you guys have been amazing the chat has been great i've been keeping if you see me looking over here i'm keeping an eye on the chat and you guys are uh, cracking me up and you got good good <laughs> points well arguments going on but uh thanks thanks so much to the moderator happy bomb who's keeping an eye on the chat and keeping things clean and clear just make sure that we're being nice to everybody and uh, getting into some healthy arguments and just you know a couple elbow drops here and there just a little bit but you guys are amazing Target Johnny with a $10 super chat says people are used to Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo since 2000. Before that, companies came and went. Should see more companies enter the fray and changing gaming. Market will shift over time no matter what. People hate change. What a great point. Uh, Abacab with 72 with a $5 super chat. Thank you so much. Says, I think people keep forgetting that the fact it was Activision Blizzard that went to Microsoft in the first place. That kid's keyed on this one. In. He says yeah. the only pub Microsoft went after was Bethesda and Zenimax. So, uh, what is the story behind that kid? I keep hearing that, but I don't know where the source comes from. Activision Blizzard asked Microsoft. Yeah, uh, where was Bobby Kotick was shopping around, um, shopping oh, okay. Activision around and whatnot, and um, it's I don't know how they came to terms of as far as so i don't i i always thought that xbox wanted they were going to go after one of either activision take two or um what's the other big one uh Uh, ea maybe yeah Uh, because i feel like you needed one of those to 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 do what you needed for game pass uh i felt like but i felt like that would whatever that one that they were going to get was going to be really it and then they're going to return to like smaller studios because Either one of those was going to be a big, massive uh, purchase. Um, so the thing is, Activision just fell into their lap because they got it at the good time. And I think what happened was they went, they went. The price was uh, too high, and all this stuff started happening, which kind of ended up helping Xbox get the price, get them at the price that they eventually got. Because well, last year this this is a hundred billion dollar deal. Oh has, my gosh! This is really? a hundred billion dollar deal. Yeah, if the, last year this is a damn near. I would say before the scandals and all that shit, like 
breaks like the news. Oh yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. Uh, hundred billion, billion, but yeah, yeah. hundred billion dollar deal. And yeah, when you factor that in, that yeah, this is. I'm not gonna say it's a still because the third. I've never. I will never see three hundred eight billion dollars uh, with seventy with sixty nine billion dollars in my life. I'm never gonna see it. <laughs> I, so, right. and the fact that yeah. they're gonna do an all cash deal, <laughs> like what does that look like? Well, um, I know it's in two briefcases. I know that for sure. They came with two briefcases and they go, "Hey, Bobby, <laughs> you want to go? You want to get out of here?" Yeah. Oh, that's that's so funny. Have uh, you guys have you guys heard the conspiracy? All right, maybe it's one I kind of made up about how maybe they sent Mikey Barra to like and, go and investigate Ferguson. and like yeah, bring oh, it all right. to to light. And, and then that leaked the story, yo. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be that'd be a crazy movie if they ever you know found out that was true. Hey, Mike, go work for Blizzard and see what the situation over there and report go find back. Find some dirt. And he know? calls Phil. And he's like, I think we can get him for sixty-eight billion. Did you say billion? <laughs> uh, I got to give a shout out to you, Donnie Kazada, who's also modding the chat, doing an amazing job. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, I appreciate that. It really helps. Uh, the chat's amazing and, and on fire. We got. Uh, let's see. Sweeping vistas with an Australian five. I love the Australians; they're so great because it's it's like noon over there for them on a Tuesday. So like they get to get up, have something to eat, and they check out the show. I love that so much. <laughs> he says, "Have you tried to sell your Series X after the sale of Bungie? <laughs> Did they go up? <laughs> Is the price? I don't know. Up? I wonder if that's what he's getting at. If if the Series S have a higher market value now? Oh oh, I know what he's talking about, Erica. Yeah. He's talking about. There was a an article that said that <laughs> I'm sorry, sweeping nights. I'm sorry, I missed that. I forgot about that. That's hilarious. There was an article that went out that said that Xbox fans are racing out to yeah. sell their Series X because Bungie lie. went to PlayStation. Um, That's funny. I see. I see. We, there was the whole thing, Erica, that Bungie that Halo now belonged to PlayStation because they want to play Halo on PlayStation. That's the they joke. forgot like yeah. ten years ago. They stopped making Halo. Hargeet Johnny, thank you so much for the $5. Hargeet's so, gosh, I've I've loved talking to him uh, on Xbox every day. He says, according to Solidaird, PS5s have have stopped selling in the UK after the Activision Blizzard announcement. (laughs) I I doubt it. But, you know. Remember those uh, signs, though? What were the signs? Uh, So, Oh, yes. They were saying, buy at your own risk. Uh, Activision or Xbox bought Activision or something like that for the next to the Call of Duty signs in the um, stores. Yeah, yeah. Oh. warning, warning, don't buy a PS5 and unless you know you're not getting Call of Duty anymore, which uh, that's a whole other argument about where that's going. KY yeah. Bob, thank you so much for the five dollar. He said Sony did add an extra 1.2 billion just to secure all Bungie employees. Activision's also taking account future worth as well. So Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you key on key in on this one, Erica? This this uh, I don't know retention. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I read it briefly, like just the headline. Yeah, they um spent some of that money just to keep the employees on board, which is you know I guess a good thing. It it looks good on them to compensate them and keep them around. <laughs> yeah, them and intact. I also I also think it's really smart. I know people kind of make fun of this this retention bonus that they paid, but um, there's a reason why PlayStation went after Bungie and they need those leaders and those, and those experts there. And if they decide, you know, I've always wanted to leave and now's a good time since things are changing. And then they spend that money and lose some key players. So 
I think mm. it's smart business, but like like Kid Smooth, we're never gonna be able to see 1.2 billion, let alone spend it on retention. Uh Shaz, mm. too sick for you with the 10 pound super chat. Thank you so much. Shaz says Sony's been hoarding exclusivity for third-party games forever. This forced Microsoft to buy studios and concentrate on Game Pass. Sony was greedy. Microsoft strategy was smarter. This is business, and now Sony has to play catch-up. I think they're both kind of being greedy <laughs> for their customers. You want to make your customers happy so they continue to pay and uh, have a reason to pay. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, that's Bro, a good point. Do you, I just tried something. You know xCloud works on a TV already? Uh, really? what, what TV do you have? I have a CX. You mean there's an app on the on the no, LG? I use the browser and go to xbox.com slash play. And it works. Yeah, I'm launching the accent. Is it like I gotta I'm about to plug my Ethernet cord into the back of my TV so it could go faster. Get a better signal. Yeah, I'm not about the browser. We're talking about the browser. <laughs> um yeah, it's it's crazy. Um one last thing is everyone's wondering about this acquisition thing, and Xbox is in a holding pattern. Uh, right now, while they wait for this deal to seal for Activision Blizzard, but Satya Nadella recently said that I can't remember his quote, but he's confident they won't be uh, disapproved in this with the antitrust. So it's actually looking like it's in a good spot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, what do, do you think we'll see? PlayStation is going to be acquiring something soon, do you guys think? They said they aren't done. They got eighteen billion dollars to spend. They said they That's keep they saying that. Yeah, they're not done. It's just getting started. I've seen all these insider tweets. You know the insiders, but mm. um, I mean, yeah. If if not stuff like Bungie, maybe just smaller studios bringing them on board. And I think because they have all these relationships relationships with studios, you know, they got Housemark, they got Blue Point. Mm-hmm. They could keep going in that direction and get those under their belt and just keep on with that. I know some people think they're going to get from software. I'm like, no, that's probably not happening, but there's, there's just, they're throwing names around for Sony. They got to react and they got to get somebody, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, why not get from software? Like why they've worked with them a lot. Like I think it'd be a good partnership. I think they're technically owned by someone else though. Yeah. It's like overseas or something. Rich company. So, one of the things that also came out after the Bungie thing was that PlayStation is going to make 10 games as a service games. And this ties into Matt Piscatella, who is of the MPD group. He tracks North American sales figures. He said that 60% of profits in gaming, well over half of profits are from microtransactions, downloadable content and subscription services. So this also lines up with Platinum Games saying that they're shifting their business model to make more games as a service games. Kid, you got to give us a fiery take because games as a service is a dirty word in the industry. And now it looks like Platinum, a major PlayStation partner for many years, and PlayStation themselves are going all in on the live service model. Um. Okay, so right now we're seeing the example of, you know, publishers, developers, and this is always a good caring more about the moolah than the fans because mm-hmm. PlayStation fans don't care about games as a service. They want the story-driven 
graphical games, set pieces. That that's what they want, and that's what PlayStation. Um, that's where they specialize in. So it's funny now that you know Xbox was getting you know made fun of for games like State of Decay and Sea of Thieves and Halo being a, a mm-hmm. games as a service, and now for Sony committing telling us in four years they're going to make ten of them. That well, that's pretty fast. <laughs> four years, ten games mm-hmm. as a service, and it's just like I, I I find it I find it very funny because now I'm I'm looking forward to the PlayStation branded CFD clones. Uh, that they would have to produce. Um, and it, it, it's a very, very weird timing game, right? So, PlayStation guys say, uh, makes fun of Xbox for their lack of single player story driven games. What Xbox do? They buy up a bunch of studios and they get a ton of them in development. Hellblade 2, <laughs> Outer right. Worlds 2, Avowed. Starfield, all this other stuff, right? So they're in. The, we we already know they got multiplayer games. Gears, Halo, that's all they, they they got. That's not going to stop. They got multiplayer. Now they're addressing that point. PlayStation, man. I mean, I don't know if they were asking for multiplayer is, but somebody was because now they need to address that point, and it's just like a role reversal. Xbox fans, well, Xbox guys are getting what they so quote-unquote has been missing and technically playstation's getting what they've been missing it's just that though if 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 we look at everything from a fanboy spectrum <laughs> right spectrum. So, somebody's doing something wrong and if if, if i'm in the, the fanboy like thick mind of thinking playstation is doing something wrong because they're they're supposed to be making more single player games they're just supposed to come out with them more often you know what i mean because yeah PlayStation had a drought, and I couldn't comment on the PlayStation's drought. But you know, when Xbox has a drought, like people couldn't wait till after Halo release because after Halo release, they can say, "Ah, Xbox ain't got no games <laughs> 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 yeah. for another year." So I'm like, "Wow!" But um, I, I'm honestly like, I've been like, um, I don't know what what you call it when you're just so used to doing something and you just deal with like i I, i'm used to not playing custom a custom thing i'm accustomed to not playing multiplayer games on playstation it's so i really really don't really care uh what and i'm not and believe it or not as much as you know i rock with xbox and a big fan of uh their games i'm not the biggest fans of games as a service games either like i like my halos i like my gears it it forces um it's cool and whatnot i'll I'll experience a, a experiment with a few games here and there but I'm not into like all the games that are you know popular now, like the the Apex, the Fortnites, and um, right. I'm, th- those are They're just super not- popular, yeah. and they also oh, make yeah. a ton of money. A yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, That's it is weird. That. Another thing, Erica, that games as a service, like people don't like to think about what games as a service could really mean, but it could be yeah. games that you know re- will frequently get DLC, like expanded maps or expanded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Customization like and all that stuff. Yeah, I was talking yeah. to Zocker87 today, and he said that there's some uh, Assassin's Creed Ragnarok. It's like a whole other expansion that doesn't come with the Ultimate one. It's a $40 big yeah, thing. It comes like, out next it, month. I'm, yeah. I can't wait. It went it. all out on it. And like, yeah. um, I'm going to be cringy here for a second. I absolutely love Grounded. And the game's only in preview. I kind of wish the game just came out. Because I would love a game where I'll set the stage for you. You're you're four kids that are shrunk down to the size of a, a as tall as an ant would be. Okay, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, like three millimeters. You're out in the backyard and the backyard has like a certain area. And then a few months later, they open up a corner of the, of the yard and they add stuff to it. That was previously just grass. Now it's terraformed and has all this thing with new bugs, new gear, everything. And then in a few months later, they add something else. If this was a game where the universe or the game world was constantly expanding, that's a really cool games as a service concept. Another thing that is really great that Xbox is doing is Sea of Thieves might have made Xbox a ton of money, even though people look at it as a joke uh, from launch, mm-hmm. right? I, I don't know if who knows the numbers, but kid, do you think see, something like Sea of Thieves has resurgence. made them a lot of money? Sea of Thieves, Sea of Thieves had uh, multiple ways of making money, and I'm not in the Sea of Thieves. I know they finally had they have monetization in the game and whatnot, and I've been following it. But we know the game, the a couple highlights from Sea of Thieves, right? We know they are they surpassed over uh, 20 million players, right? Mm-hmm. We know the game uh, when it released on Xboxes before it uh, came to um, Steam, it debuted, I think, at number two on MPD, only losing to Far Cry Five. Um, Easy, yeah. and that and that was a day and date in Game Pass game. We know that it sold uh, five million plus on Steam, um, so. The game, and it has a healthy player base. Has a healthy player base. They have seasons. Maybe mm-hmm. you know Halo can l- learn a little bit something from CV because they mm-hmm. they they told us their roadmap for the entire year or so um, that's coming, and people like it, and they keep adding it. And it's like I I want to go into CFDs. I I really do want to uh, uh, play it, but um, but because it, it, it's the type of game. You could, you should be able to jump into it and not be lost because I don't think you're behind when you're going into a game like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, right. But I do think CFDs made a whole ton of money, and I think State of Decay has made a whole ton of money because they still support that game. Like people, you'll be surprised, and, and I know Colt, you you play State of Decay a lot. Uh, yeah. Or, I know there was a time that you that game looks nothing like it did when it first launched. The game actually looks more closer to the premiere trailer that. Um, yeah, I, I loaded it up last yeah. month when I did a State of Decay 3 video, and I'm like, wow, this looks really nice. And I think Dealer was telling me they've kind of passed over it with, with things. I, I got to say, because y- you have to keep it real, right? Like, and people res- respect you, Kid Smooth, for that. Um, I think Xbox just needs, like, Sea of Thieves should have came out in 2019. It would have been way better received. I think that... Um, State of Decay should have came out in 2018, 2019 mm-hmm. as well. Wait a year because the year after with the Juggernaut Edition and all the fixes and everything, the game's way better. And I'll say this, Erica. <laughs> can you protect me on this one? Halo I'll Infinite try. needed another six months at least. Oh, I, I mean... think it would have been so much better with Forge, Campaign Co-op. And right. they could have let maybe they could have left the multiplayer come out in the holiday and say that campaigns being delayed if we want to do it right mm-hmm. but i don't know like the, some of the things in multiplayer that are are hindering it i think you give any of these studios playstation or, or xbox an extra year and it will pay off in dividends and yeah. we have talked like crazy shout out to over 800 people who are still here on the xc podcast i'm here with Erica's for the win from the backlog people. podcast yes you guys are amazing <laughs> and i'm here with kid smooth of planet xbox Kidsmooth is also a veteran of guesting on podcasts and getting his voice out there. I am so glad you guys have been so amazing. It's been a super long show. Thank you so much for chat. Let me close out with two more super chats 
and then we'll do our quick outro and say goodbye to everybody. You guys are amazing. Lord Starkiller with a $5. Thank you, Lord Starkiller. So Sony's not done with acquisitions. Microsoft is also not done with acquisitions. And Jeffrey Garcia, thank you with the $2. He says, do you think Xbox will buy one more big company? Um, yes, I do. <laughs> and I think it'll be about a year to 18 months before we start hearing about any whispers. Uh, but they may all, they're going to be all still here. We're going to hear Xbox striking deals with games to be built. They can do that and not hinder their acquisitions yeah. uh, status. So Erica, thank you so much for being on the show. This is your chance to brag and tell people where they can find <laughs> you and what your claim to fame is and like what you'll be doing in the coming weeks on your channel and on Twitch. So uh, okay. let's hear it. It's like a brag about being a amazing from software game gamer or good at all these challenging games that you said earlier. That's yeah, not yeah, true. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, do it. <laughs> no, no, no. If you guys are into those games though, you're into, you know, you're anticipating Elden Ring. I have videos about that. I I'm not one of those that kind of sit on the ivory tower and look down and like, oh, you guys just need to get good. I like to make videos to where I kind of I guess reassure those who are kind of skeptical or scared of these games. I try and oh present it in a way of like look there's these things that are going to help you and it's not going to be that bad and you could beat this boss if you do it like this that's why i do like how-to videos and i just talk about the games themselves and like how how to make them more manageable and easier because you could do that so if you're into stuff like that um i do videos on on elden ring and from software games souls like games i do a lot of stuff on that and then I stream on Twitch. If you want to catch me playing games live, it's twitch.tv slash Ericuts for the win. Ericuts for the win is like the name you could find me anywhere. Even TikTok awesome. cult. Even uh -oh. TikTok. <laughs> can we expect a nice, like, crazy rant with your glasses, like, well, um, flapping? Oh, I don't know about all that. I don't know about my head shaking everywhere. But, um, <laughs> I, you know, I put clips on there. I don't do the whole crazy, like, cringy TikTok. I just do, like, clips from my streams and stuff like that. Oh, that's and then, cool. of course, also clips from my podcast, which is the Backlog Podcast yep. with Erica and Shar. Uh, it's two-person podcast, and we do that every other Saturday. We just had a show this past Saturday. So, yeah, we'd be back in two weeks. So we're bi-weekly. And uh, other than that, I mean, just Erica's for the win everywhere. Twitter. Awesome. I've got your stuff. Twitter handle in the description. Yeah. If you go down there and click it, it'll take you to her profile where she is set up all of the places to go see what she mm -hmm. does when, uh, Hey, you know, you got to give a shout out to people who can turn on the lights, get a camera going and brave the <laughs> storm of a crazy audience. Um, but yeah, we appreciate that before it gets yeah. get smooth. Target Johnny says Sony is looking for games as service games, monster hunter, final fantasy 14 PSO. Those would be of interest. One of those pubs would likely be a good target. And one more from, uh, Shaz, too sick for you with the five pound super chat says, I meant Sony was greedy in the sense that they tried to further capitalize on Xbox's Xbox One's failure by hoarding third party games. Microsoft then went in, all, went all in and checkmate. Uh, I remember those days well, right, kid, where they PlayStation was like keeping every game they could off of the Xbox that was like yeah. just floundering. But mm -hmm. uh, now it's kids, kids' moves turn. Give us, uh, tell us where you're going to be, what shows you're going to be on, and what you're doing on your channel. Uh, you, you know, flex those muscles. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been doing much on my channel. It's been like, it's been very uh, casual, but I promise to put out more uh, content. Um, uh, but yeah, make sure you subscribe to Erica. She actually got me through the first Boston um, 
Bloodborne. She's very I did. I did. Are great. I got like a live <laughs> example. And I don't know what was it Bloodstar Beef or the other one? What's the the, uh, the Cleric Beast? The Cleric Beast. That's what yeah. she got me through. Um and, and calm my nerves and I was able to do it. So yeah, yeah I definitely did. That's a fun fact for everyone. These yes. challenges, <laughs> like the Bloodborne challenge, I was like a sponsor. So I was one of the sponsors oh, that funny. like got it together and yeah, I made it happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Kidsmove. YouTube, same thing. You could you could find me. Um, you'll probably find more videos about me than actually of me. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Colt, thanks again for having me on the show. Uh, um, I love being on here. I think it's a good vibe. Just two hours went by like nothing. In most podcasts yeah. I'm in, I find myself falling asleep after. You know, sometimes you eat in podcasts. You know what I mean? Sometimes. I've been on a, I've been on a <laughs> podcast with uh, with Kidsmove and. He happened to take a bite of something when they asked him a question. Oh, they gave him such a hard time. I'm like, lay off the man, man. We're, not, we're in here 19 hours doing the show. We need to eat something. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be, uh, I'll be, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the XNC shirt. So the next time I'm on here, I get, I get to wear, I can wear the XNC shirt. So. Okay, I'm going to DM both of you. Um, yeah, yeah, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll, I'll have to ask for your address, but I probably won't come visit you because I never leave the house. So don't worry I about think, that. I think but. we could trust you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll get that rolling. Um, you guys have been amazing. Thank you so much chat for hanging out with us and everybody who's uh, been supporting the show. We're going to get out of here and uh, eat dinner and, and yes. just relax. And yes. thank you so much. CS XC podcast. It'll be up on demand on Spotify, Google, Apple podcasts and pocket podcasts. And, uh, It'll be on demand on YouTube as well. I'll try and get in timestamps. Please be patient. You guys are amazing. Of course, please be nice. Have a good night. Here comes the outro. Let's see if I can get something right tonight. We'll see. And uh, yeah, we're out of here. See ya. Bye. Oh, I missed one. Solo Sama.